We just saw the Matrix Resurrection before everyone else. <laughs> I'm shocked how easy it was to get in there. Oh, like, yeah. Super, super easy. <laughs> there was easy. no one in there. There was like, no one in there. Not, not that, checking anything. They didn't like, check any vaccination cards, any IDs. It was base. It was awesome. No yeah, mask it was, enforcement. It was, yeah. it was truly the red pill experience for the <laughs> yeah. Matrix Resurrection. Dude, uh, like, we, like, literally... It's so funny because anyone could have just walked right into the IMAX theater and just sat down. With food, honestly. I, I had a water bottle in hand, and they didn't even care. And you, I mean, most places don't care. Oh, about. I've been stopped many times. I try to bring food in everywhere I go, and they stop me a lot. Really? Yeah. I actually can't remember ever getting stopped for food and drinks since I was like a child for a movie theater. It's only been happening to me the last, like I think, 10 years. It's been more recent than when I was younger. Ten years is a long stretch of time. <laughs> I know, I know, but like I, I used to go to the movies a lot when I was younger, and I brought food a lot. And then there was a point where they said no more food, and they kind of just stopped yeah. that. There's always that like one theater that is super anal about it. Like there was this like small theater like a town over from me growing up, and like they were always just fucking assholes about people bringing in food. Like yeah. they would like search your pocket, but it wasn't like shit. a chain. It was. I think it was like a small regional chain, uh-huh. but it. But yeah, so it wasn't. It, like wasn't it wasn't like an AMC or anything. Gotcha. That, that's how yeah. it is by me. The real yeah. theater. They wanted to check the bag of my friend's dad, and he's like, "You're not checking my bag." Just out of principle, and they're like, "Then you can't see the movie." And they just denied him from coming into the theater because he said no. Christ. Yeah. And yeah. he had food in there, but he just yeah. didn't want to show them yeah. what he had. Base, honestly. Yeah, he, he had. He was uh, the next Aurora shooting. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. might have been it yeah and plus like this was like the shittiest movie theater like it was in the in the chain it was like number like six or something so we called it sticky six <laughs> <laughs> there there was this infamous time at my friend's uh my friend's birthday party they had like a private screening of batman begins and the projector just crashes in the middle of it Christ. <laughs> yeah, that's a real experience though yeah <laughs> apparently it started like uh, the the roof collapsed uh, during like Return of the King. Christ! So like <laughs> the Ghost King turns to Aragorn and it starts raining in the theater. Yeah, <laughs> it's not a real theater unless the screen is like like a piss yellow, like glazed. Like that's oh. the real like experience. That's right Sticky there. Six right there. My old theater was like that before. It that's got like shut the down. AMC by us almost. Yeah, that, like... that, I haven't gone there since um, whatever the Rise of Skywalker, and that was the last time. Or what? No, Birds of Prey. Birds of Prey was the last time I was there, and uh, that movie fucking sucked. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> bad, bad combo right there. Yeah, Rise of Skywalker. Either, wasn't either great of those. Either. Yeah, but it was the last time I ever went to that AMC because it's just so bad, and I'm like, I'd rather just go downtown than the convenience of the one that I can walk to. Yeah, I've you you've told me enough horror stories about that place that, that like I don't I don't want to bring bed bugs to the apartment back like that, I don't think I've never heard bed bug stories about 86th Street AMC. It's always the AMC on 34th and the AMC on 42nd, which I haven't gone to in forever either. I've heard about bed bugs in 86 when I used to work by here. Really? I I remember there were tenants in my building that were saying like, "Oh, don't go to the theater around here." I've heard about bed bugs. It was like Maybe like eight years ago, though. It was a long time oh, okay. ago, but it, yeah. it was this area, and it was two different accounts. Like, really? Times, so so I never heard of that, here. but uh, that doesn't surprise me because that theater sucks. Yeah, uh, I agree. So, uh, But yeah, The Matrix Resurrections, we saw it today. We're like, I think there was a screening last night in L.A., apparently. Um, but other than that, we're pretty much like the first people to see it. Yeah. And we're under no embargo because we're not critics. It's funny. They didn't make us sign anything. Yeah, they just it, said, don't. To turn off your phone and that's it. Yeah, because it was care. a guild screening. Hey, hey, we're technically members of the the Writers Guild of America. We we have the we have pictures of the IDs to prove it. 
<laughs> I checked the box on in the Minecraft. website. Yeah. <laughs> I checked the box on the website. That's yeah. all I needed. And yeah. that was the yeah. credentials right there. So we're under no review embargo. So um, <laughs> let's fucking go. <laughs> let's uh, go. So, of course, in prep, um, me and Griff and um, my girlfriend Sam last night um, finished rewatching everything. So it was over the course of like the last two days. We watched the whole trilogy. Uh, we watched the Animatrix. Uh, I had recently rewatched everything back in January because I fucking watch these all the time. Um, for Sam, it was her first time seeing anything but the original. And then when was the last time you'd seen everything? I hadn't seen. I've I've seen like the the, the original probably a couple of years ago. I've I've seen that movie so many times, yeah. but like I hadn't seen the sequel since like high school. So it had it had been like a good like ten years. And how did they hold up for you? They were way better than I remembered. Like just like I think it's probably like an appreciation, like a like a grown appreciation for like the artistry of like filming an action scene. Yeah. But like the fucking highway chase scene, insane. Yeah. Like it, like those things definitely sticked out, like 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 stuck out of my mind when I saw them originally. But like now, like dude, they just hit harder than ever, especially considering like how shitty movies have gotten in the past couple of years. For like, sure. And couple years? Are you going to just say couple years? <laughs> well, it's relative. Yeah. I'm going to say like, around 2008 is when a big majority of movies started turning bad. And I don't know if it has to do with anything about the, you know, the, the crash or whatever, if that affected uh, funding mm-hmm. for movies. But I noticed around there, we still got good movies, but they started to like thin out a little bit. Well, they just poured, they just poured more and more uh, the, of the budget into CGI as opposed to like, You're right. you know, the practical effects and the actual like environments that are getting destructed by the action scene. For sure. Yeah. Because it, like particularly just the, like the fucking, uh, uh, shootout in the in the um, in the security checkpoint of the building, just like the bullets actually like dis- like destroying like pillars, and there's like stone flying yeah, everywhere. Yeah. You don't see that in movies anymore. You don't. Like, and and what's what's interesting about that I want to talk about is that scene is very heavily like because the, the the first movie is is pretty much a. Uh, inspired by John Woo films as well, and John Woo is always known to like tear up a scene. Like if they're in like a a tea house, that whole tea house is gonna be shredded, and you're gonna see yeah. debris everywhere. And that's what what's in that movie. And I noticed it's there's nothing like that in this movie, really. None of those scenes that felt John Woo esque that the first few movies had. I don't want to get into spoilers. Yeah, 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 we're, yeah. We're, we're we're a little divided. Yeah, on, yeah, we're, uh, we're we're gonna get evaluations to, of this. Yeah. We'll, we'll get to that. I, I want to preface talking about yeah. you know the the originals a little bit because uh, you know they of course need, they deserve to be discussed because the sequels aren't appreciated enough. Mm-hmm. Um, and as you were saying, John Woo influence. The first thing that comes to mind for me is and I could be butchering the pronunciation of this is a uh, Wuxia films, which is um, a Chinese genre of action films um a prime example is a touch of zen and that is a lot of those action movies where you know how they're like kind of like flying almost through yeah. air yeah and stuff like that and like a lot of like you know they're um like on wires and stuff like sure. that um and you specifically can see that especially like in um reload it in the fight in the um when um, Neo is fighting all those Smiths. That's a good example of how you can see. And then you just compare it to f- uh, films of the Wuxia genre, or again, you know, I'll, I'll just keep t- saying a touch of Zen because that's you know a very well known one from uh, 1973. And you compare the action; it's like the influence is very clear. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm not saying that John was the only influence. Oh yeah, no, for, for sure. Like they're big anime fans as well. Yeah, they so love anime. The so, so you see, a, yeah, you see a lot of that. In, in their first three films, there's a lot of anime influence, yeah. just Hong Kong cinema yeah, in general. Akira, yeah, there's Akira, Ghost in the Shell, John Woo, uh, Wuxia films, you know, all, all that is 
major influences. And like those like flying shots are some of the most iconic from the original trilogy. Like fucking like literally the first scene where where Trinity jumps up in slow motion and then strikes that pose. Oh yeah, fucking exactly. fucking Morpheus uh, jumping from uh, tractor trailer to tractor trailer in that where he like crouches up in midair. It's like iconic shots and moments from the originals are like that fucking style. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, those, those are like what makes the matrix in, yeah. in many ways. So I've, my, my take on it now with the sequels is I watched them for the, the sequels for the first time in 2016. I'd never seen them prior because everyone was like, Oh, they're garbage and stuff. And then, you know, people told me to watch it and I couldn't fucking believe how good they were. And then upon rewatch, I was like, not only are they amazing, but I think they're better than the original. And it's it's a bit more tricky tricky with revolutions. Um, but reload it is by far the best in the the whole franchise. I'm gonna say I disagree just because I think that the original Matrix is like the perfect film in the sense that it's paced so well and it throws exposition at you at such a such a uh, an organic way it happens so fast you don't even realize you're learning so many things as the movie goes on it does such a good job at being exposition dumped and you're just sitting there like wait i didn't even realize they're literally just like sitting there explaining lore to me but it's being done in such a, a, a natural way it doesn't feel so like movie force like i don't know that whole movie is just paced so well like you're just oh, always yeah. moving and it's always something happening and you're it's, not even it's questioning not, it's it. not being dumped on you. It like you're 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 taking along. It like takes yeah. your hand and like it, bring, it, brings you along. It's done in a way where I just think that yeah. none none of the other movies obviously were able to do. Uh, again, even the new one, but I don't want to get into the new one. But uh, yeah. <laughs> no, yet, I, I think the first one is like perfect. I think it's just like I like the other two movies. I want to say that I do yeah. like. I'm one of the few people who actually do like the the sequels. I do see the flaws people have with them. Uh, I mean, I think that the flaws come in. Uh, for the fact that they kind of stole the story of the Matrix from someone else. What do you mean? Uh, apparently, I forgot the writer. There was like someone yeah. who wrote like either a short story or a book or something like that, and I can't remember the name. I'd have to look it up. But they they were actually sued for really? stealing the story. Yeah. So at the end of the this Matrix, sounds like vaguely familiar to me, but not yeah. like super. So at the end of the Matrix, it kind of has like a closed off story in a way. Like they save the day, whatever. Yeah. It's it's done. But it could, like, it could work as a standalone movie. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that they had to come up with a new story. And because they did that, they added a little bit more of their own philosophy onto it. So it totally, it feels a little different from the first two, just slightly. There's gotcha. A little more... So did they never intend to make the sequels? Because like, no, because watching The Matrix now, because I never watched it when it came out. And I think the first time I watched it was in high school. And I wasn't even crazy about it the first time when I watched it in high school, shockingly enough. And um, but, you know, watching it now, having seen the sequels, of course, it like how could you not continue from that no no for sure i think they did a good job expanding the movies it's just you can definitely tell a little bit that all right we need to make more uh yeah. we if they did steal which people say they did if they did steal from that story they now had to add on to yeah. someone else's story that they did but at the end of the day they did execute it in a a brilliant way yeah. like you could steal a story and you could it's still about the execution it's oh, the yeah. cinematography great, great artists steal bad art- artists copy yeah so, you know, every every story is stolen. There's no original stories anymore. So, you know, they, it's not like they stole it from a movie. They stole it from, like, a written yeah. story. So yeah. you could steal The Matrix 
But like part of what makes makes the Matrix so iconic is the aesthetic of it, the action of it, you know, the characters, like all of that. Like you can't just steal someone's story and then get that. And it's been stolen time. Like the Matrix sort of aesthetic, it influenced so much. Like yeah. so, it's been stolen, quote unquote, stolen like time and time again since it came out because it was so so iconic and so groundbreaking. Yeah, and, and of yeah. course, like you know, whoever they got inspiration from or quote unquote stole. You know, the idea, of course they're going to want to sue. I mean, look how successful The Matrix is, but, like... That, like, happens with so many successful, like, media projects, too. Like, someone comes out of the woodwork and being like, you stole my shit, like, I'm mounting a legal defense because I'm... Yeah. Or, like, a, like, a legal... I'm pretty sure the Wachowskis yeah. actually won that lawsuit, too, funny Based. enough. Yeah, so... Yeah. Uh, like, mm-hmm. honestly, you could steal, like, a script that I've written that I haven't made and make it into a film, and it's never going to be close to whatever I have in mind because that's just, like, you know, that's just how cinema works. For that's sure. how filmmaking is. Yeah, at the end of the day, also, like, the, the, the fight choreography and the music, none of that was in that written piece. Exactly. All that stuff that comes together to make a good movie. And and that's a lot of what I love about The Matrix. A lot of people, you know... Um, I, I feel like I don't give it a, as much credit as I should with the writing. I mean, I do, of course, but the main thing I always talk about with The Matrix is the aesthetic and the action because those are the things that I love the most despite how heavy I am into conspiracies, despite you know my love of stuff like Deus Ex and Under, Under the Silver Lake and whatnot. So it, it is kind of ironic that I, <laughs> I don't mention that as much as I do the aesthetics and the action. And... Um, that's why Reloaded is my favorite because it has some of the just throughout is just all banger, banger, banger action and aesthetic oh, yeah, sure. and shit like that. And like it really fucking ramps up that fucking that green even more like that heavy, like neon darker green compared to like the lighter green feel of the original. I think that actually funny enough, the original wasn't originally tinted green. They actually have an illusion where everyone has a tinted green, like anything that's white has been slightly tinted green so that it gives the illusion of it because they didn't have the effects to, yeah, to do that. But so that's what I'm saying. And, no, no, it, I agree. Yeah. They, they pushed it further and it, and, and it looks better yeah, in yeah. the yeah. sequel. So. And, they, and they were given like an exponentially larger budget. Oh, to, for yeah. sure. Yeah, after the success. Of the I mean, they created yeah. that highway. Yeah. They created that highway, a whole massive set to create that highway, which is now undoubtedly the greatest fucking highway action scene of all time. The only thing that comes close is the one in Bad Boys 2, off the top of my head. That's a good one, too. Yeah, I, I mean, when we were watching it yesterday, I was like, oh, this is fucking Michael Bay. Like, yeah. This is, Which, this is like Michael Bay done almost even, like, they, like, outbayed Bay. Yeah, like that pretty scene. much. Like, yeah. Which is funny, because you're yeah. like, oh, they must have taken influence from Bay, and um, I'm pretty sure Bad Boys 2 and both Matrix sequels were released in 2003, so they couldn't even have been influenced by Bad Boys 2. So it's just it's just kind of yeah, funny. Another another underrated Bay movie that I think came out. I think I think it came out after the um, Matrix sequels. But the chase, the highway chase scene in the island, yeah. is another fucking classic. Matt, former co-host of the podcast. Uh, I feel bad calling him former, but I can't remember the last time he was <laughs> Ex, on an episode. Ex-host. He got, he got busy with life, and we, yeah, we re-ran the podcast. Yeah. But um, we did an episode on the island, which uh, is only on Patreon now. Um, Patreon.com slash MKUltramoney. You can get old episodes of bad film casts like that that aren't you know for free anymore, like the island episode. You can get bonus episodes. You can get early release episodes you can get discount on merch griff.shop there's the matrix collection now guys uh 
we have the the red pill, the white pill, the blue pill. We have all three variants. It's fucking sick. I came up with the idea, and, and Griff brought it to life, and it's it's awesome. It's like it's real streetwear. Like yeah, the, no, like like honestly, it's not meme merch. It's streetwear. No, wear. yeah, it's like, fashion. The the fucking the the streetwear brands are not pulling their weight right now. Like they're they they fucking suck ass. And we we fucking went off on this collection, and I'm so I'm I'm so proud of it. It's I, it's easily like some of the best work I've done. It on this, is on the, the best show. work you've done, yeah, by far. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not here to just suck at our own dicks, but it's true. Uh, maybe maybe a little oh, bit. just a yeah. little yeah. A, a, little, a little bit. Um, but yeah, no. Um, we have the Matrix collection in the shop. Red pill, blue pill, white pill. Um, we're all gonna make it. Lightning. It's fucking sick. Um, but yeah, discount on merch and all that. Patreon.com slash MKUltramoney, Griff.shop. And ad read over. Um, what was I saying now? <laughs> uh, we were talking the island. Oh, yeah, uh, the island. The chase island. scenes. Yeah, yeah uh, the yeah. island. Yeah. yeah. So I, I think uh, the island's a, a solid film. It's definitely one of the weaker Bay films. But yeah, Matt thinks the island's very underrated. And that I, I think that that's actually his favorite Michael Bay film. Mm. I mean, dude, it's it's a it's a big underrated one for me yeah. too. Like, I remember being blown blown away by that highway chase scene as a kid. Just like when they they were like rolling those like things off the back of the truck and they were smashing the cars. Yeah, like, that was so fucking sick. Like, yeah. I'm gonna tell you, I forgot that Michael Bay directed that, and I forgot about that movie. Like, I liked it. Yeah. No, I actually liked it, but I just you reminded me that movie existed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did like it though. Yeah. So so you have. That scene, which is like the the key like standout kind of scene, I think for people and reload it at that and the you know Neo versus all the Smiths. Those are the two scenes everyone's always talks about, and I think a lot of people have come around on reload it now. But I think people still need to come around on revolutions. Mm-hmm. And look of the original three, I kind of go. I mean, Reloaded has been my favorite now for for a while, so it's like kind of like Reloaded stayed at that position, and I like. Kind of flip flop with um, with the original Matrix and with Revolutions and and now with Resurrected as well, where I kind of like I put them all on the same level almost, all for different reasons. Whereas like the original Matrix is you know it's a, it's a perfect cohesive narrative, stands on its own, but still has you wanting more. Um, super iconic and influential. Um, Revolutions is super maximalist, even more so. It's a roller coaster it, yeah, ride. Yeah, opens yeah. with a banger. You know, a lot of people feel indifferent towards, um, you know, fighting all the the machines and Zion and whatnot. I think it's cool. It's the climax. It, yeah. it, it had I to like happen. The mix. It was yeah. it, it was it was teased at the end of like Reloaded. We were promised this climactic battle like for the fate of Zion against the machine hordes, and we got it. And yeah. It was fucking spectacular. Yeah. Does it look as cool as the highway scene? No. Does it look as cool as the Smith scene? No. Are the Wachowskis better at directing, um, you know, like action, like that's like fist fighting and kung fu? More grounded, at, you'd say? At, yeah, grounded yeah. and, you know, shooting and stuff? Yes. But does that discredit how cool the fucking mech scenes are? Absolutely the fuck not. They rule. And it's like peak cgi action even to this day it, it, it holds up and yeah. like and pr- particularly like i i know they got a way bigger budget for the sequels but the cgi on the few sentinels that were in the original if it, it, it looks a little dated now but it still but looks the, good it still looks good but like by the time you got those fucking sentinel swarms in revel in in like revolutions holy shit it's amazing like, yeah yeah it's 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 nuts so i just i don't know how people can hate on that like 
you know, I used to be very years ago, years, years ago, like back in like college and stuff like that. I used to be very anti CGI and stuff where now I've, I've um, changed. I've done like a complete 180 over the years, and if the CGI looks good, then I fucking love it. You gotta, you gotta use it right. You know? Yeah, like, and and that still holds up as some of the best fucking CGI action film. I just want to say, I think that the reason people don't like the sequels as much is not more that the action isn't as good or something. It's the story. It's, it's the writing. It's. I don't know what the exact problem is. I I don't remember, but I didn't have a problem with it. I it's, guess it gets a little. Here's the thing, the the sequels don't introduce anything that crazy in terms of themes and philosophy compared to the original they still do that's it but the original it's just like it sets the whole ground and it's very front-loaded um thematically and philosophy wise and then the the sequels they focus more on the action and then like the actual plot the you know the baseline plot which is fine but i think there's a lot of cool stuff with like the architect I think the yeah, lore the, in the sequels are really yeah. good. Like the I lore, like the lore. The lore is better. The themes and the and the philosophy is better in the first, but the lore is better in the the second and the third for sure. Yeah, no, I mean, in in one thing that really struck me on the rewatch of Reloaded is how they they really they they really like delved into the the backstory and the world building, but also they they really deepened the themes around like choice and free yeah. will and stuff. And like it was like like, like they 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 took what was pretty pretty simple like on on the face like thematically from the original and they they really went deep into it and you could tell that they were like really like pouring their own philosophy and their own like like way of looking at the world into it and it felt like very personal and very like it and and it just like it it didn't like expand the um the thematic like breath as much as like deepened it if that yeah. makes sense yeah. i also love that it's a trans allegory and that that's really <laughs> dude i've never looked into any of that i don't want to look into it i don't give a shit about it i think that's just what the wachowski yeah. specifically said now yeah um but like i watched the matrix films countless times and it's just like i there's like nothing i ever just watch and i'm like oh i can kind of see that like i don't i don't ever see any of it uh, another thing which I've not looked into, but I know people say they're like, "Oh, uh, actually, Agent Smith is the one." I don't see that at all either. I've never looked into that theory. I don't care about that theory. It sounds dumb. Damn, are we playing the new Halo because that's a reach, <laughs> <laughs> right? Though it's like it's just like, it's such a stupid thing that I'm like, you know, there there can be conspiracies or just straight up theories of stuff that I don't necessarily think I would believe. But are interesting enough where I'm like, huh, okay, let me, you know, let me watch that. Let me read upon that and, you know, see another perspective. I just hear, you know, trans allegory out the window. No. Uh, <laughs> I hear Agent Smith is the one out the window. No. I just, I don't care. I, I really just don't care. There's nothing appealing to it on a surface level. Which, yeah. <laughs> which is kind of like how I <laughs> feel about conspiracies in general, where it's like, I believe. Any conspiracy that I think is interesting, anything that seems logical and interesting is something I believe. I mean, it's their their coping mechanisms for us, to, uh, us as like powerless individuals to fucking process the insane world we live in. Oh yeah, like you know, it's and and just I mean, I just love like you know like we you know we we talk about the influence of these films and how iconic they are they're influential beyond just influencing other movies like the entire concept of the red pill meme yeah. it's it would not exist without the original matrix yeah 
and like and and you know any pe- people who are worried about this new one inserting like woke politics there is nothing no. woke in this do, new one do not worry all. do not worry and it even pokes fun at the idea that there would be woke stuff in it yeah what, like, what were the jokes because I, I i can't remember that i oh, remember the, you mentioned that when yeah we were there, leaving. we'll, we'll there, get to it there was we'll yeah, hold yeah. on just mention this real quick because i yeah. know this is one people are gonna care about yeah there were, i mean there there was like the painting the world with rainbows line at the yeah. end yeah there there was that little nod to it there was a um when they were um talking about uh how the video game would be interpreted there was like oh it's a it's a trans allegory oh it's crypto fascist oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah yeah no it, that, it yeah. was it was poking fun at the at the different ways like these memes have have evolved and permutated and people have projected themselves on yeah them. yeah and i and i think that ties back to you know we haven't even gotten into talking about the new one um yet but i i, I think it like it the the way it was self aware about being self aware in that way was I I I know you yeah. think it's a masterpiece. I yeah. I liked it. We got we we got some others in the house that were little weren't as weren't as high uh, on it. But I didn't yeah. like it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I you know everyone's like, oh well, you know they're both trans now, and uh, you know I, I didn't. That I part was, was cool. The yeah. fact that they're both trans now is pretty sick. The, the, the main characters actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Neo, well, sure, we're not in spoiler territory yet. Yeah, 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 yeah. Neo, Neo, Neo and Trinity I, both swap genders. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> that honestly would have been. <laughs> Kind of funny though. If they just did it like so overly done that it was like satire. Well, Neo Neo has longer hair now, and yeah. Trinity's hair is like even shorter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there you go. They're In trans. a binary world, they become non-binary. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, rest assured, there is zero wokeness in this new movie at all. The the there is one line if you want to nitpick as deep as possible there's one line you could say it was like uh you know roll your eyes at and that's um you know trinity says something about um she's like you know women are uh you know forced to into this position of starting a family when they have dreams and whatnot and that is the one line in the whole movie the whole fucking movie it's like all right if you have to nitpick the fuck out of it which like it's fine for her character yeah it makes sense for her character um, but if you need to nitpick the entire movie, that is the only thing you can. That line out. didn't bother me, but I was like, I wonder if James and and Griff are actually like upset of that. That I was no, like, no, no, like, no dude. not upset, but like yeah. kind of went, oh, why? Yeah. Why do you have to do that? Like I was like, oh, I wonder if they care about this line, dude. I don't even. I, get it. It I don't, makes even, sense I don't even give a shit about like the like like yeah, it would it would suck if it was like fucking totally woke. But I'm not I'm not some fucking like conservative like culture warrior here. Yeah. You know, I don't I don't really give a shit. Yeah, yeah, like. <laughs> I, I was I was looking of nitpicky not for myself but because I wanted to counter argument everyone else yeah. because I knew going into this this would not be a fucking woke ass movie I don't care if they're fucking trans now and whatnot I don't care I haven't seen Sense Eight I know you said that was kind of uh, like yeah woke. yeah there's, there's some woke stuff in there but my thing is is like what is your reason for knowing because I can't understand it because he was telling me before we were recording that. He's like, oh, of course it wasn't going to be woke. It's the Matrix, as if it like absolves it. Because there's a lot of directors who return. I mentioned uh, George Miller for the yeah. Mad Max movies. He returned and kind of slightly wokeified. You know, he hired the vagina monologues. The vagina monologues. <laughs> the, vagina monologues <laughs> the vagina monologues writer to like, I guess, feminist pr- uh, proof it or feminist approve it. So I was like, what stops this creator who became a little more woke from coming in and doing that with their own franchise? Well, here's also a thing. There were rumors 
like during like the original Matrix movies, I think even from the first one, I could be wrong about that, but at least during the second uh, and third, that um, that uh, L- Lana, I think, is the first the one that directed this was Larry originally. So they they were saying Larry had rumors of like transitioning and stuff, and everyone was denying the rumors and whatnot. And clearly, obviously, it was true, but like you know, there there was no real woke shit. And it then and obviously woke culture has become a thing now compared to like you know the the you know late 90s early 2000s but like you know i feel like there still would have been some sort of signs then and even like in their other um again sensate you saw it in there you said but um you know there's nothing in speed racer there's nothing in jupiter ascending i haven't seen cloud atlas since it came out so i really can't speak on that to be fair though those movies are are i i feel like the like woke stuff in media is like i hate using the word woke in general because it's like been so overused it's such a catch-all it it almost means nothing it's just it's the word i gotta use so i'm not trying to use it's like it's the only word i got but i feel like the woke stuff in media has kind of like picked up some steam in the last i want to say four years well it's gotten it's gotten so overt so yeah just hit hit you over the head with it no no subtlety whatsoever because like if like if you're looking to read a, a a a trans allegory or whatever into the original Matrix, you could do that because it's a piece of art which invokes multiple interpretations and it invites you to put your own spin on it because that's what great works of art do. But to like, be fair, uh, that isn't the the people who say that it's a uh, trans allegory. That's the directors themselves. They came out and said now, and it seems like a, a an uh, what is the word like a rewriting of history. Like we've always planned it to be a trans allegory. Like well, it I'm, seems I'm like sure. A, I'm I mean I'm sure they were having you know inklings of those feelings back then and influenced it but I it's mean, also clearly the they sep- were because they yeah. you know there were the rumors of them being trans back then or for at least sure. at least for sure. but i mean it's it's the art and the artist and the fact that it has spawned the the you know the whole the fucking red pill culture yeah. online that it has like it is it's it's a it's a true work of art in that it has inspired so many people across whatever sort of political spectrum or you know you know the culture like socio-cultural spectrum you're talking about like that's that's the that's the mark of like an iconic work of art so i don't don't think you can even even if they're they're trying to um you know like um pull a jk rowling yeah (laughs) oh my like oh my yeah that's what it came off like that a little bit to me just that's what it felt like oh this is what's cool now yeah we were doing the same thing back then we're we're visionaries well we're, she's she she's a whole other thing because her views on stuff is completely yeah, yeah. separate from the works which true. you know have some pretty funny racial stereotypes in them oh the bankers <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah these bankers they seem like a certain group of people yeah uh the one asian character i'm gonna I'm name her cho chang <laughs> <laughs> that's I'm a, actually the name yeah cho chang. yeah the, the one jewish character is named anthony goldstein <laughs> like, wait is this all real this is all real yeah <laughs> See, yeah, yeah, but see, yeah. As, as fucked up, I guess as he's an Italian Jew, he's from Long Island. <laughs> you can't, you can't lie though. If you were Asian, Cho Chang is a pretty sick name. I'm sorry, that's a sick name. If yeah, I had, like, what's your dude, name? I'm Cho Chang, dude. Don't fuck. It's with me. so funny, like, dude. Anthony Goldstein is just a guy from Long Island. Yeah. Do you know how many fucking half Jewish, half Italian people there are on on Long Island? A ton. I feel like you My know an Anthony that. Goldstein, dude. I know a fucking. Um, my cousin Jonathan Bellamente, where is Jonathan a Jew name? 
I have no idea. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't I think feel, first names are as Yeah, but, but he has the Italian last <laughs> yeah. name, and I feel like Jonathan could, I don't know, that could be some old <laughs> Nah, that do, it doesn't come off Jewish to me no, at all. I think no, the last name kind of cancels it out. I don't know, I'm trying to reach. But, but yeah. So, anyway. Matrix trilogy perfect movies yeah uh, i mean oh, I, like, um the uh, what i wanted to get to is um so going back to revolutions what uh because yeah that's what i was in the middle of i was middle on going on the rant about um you know how i kind of feel reloaded to the top and then the other three are all kind of like unequal standing and then we got sidetracked of course um the thing that puts revolutions over the edge for me is that final fight scene between Neo and Smith. It literally it's feels Dragon Ball Z. like Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. Everyone says that. Yeah. Because it's true. I've said it before I saw it. Like, that was the first thing that came to mind <clears throat> the first time I saw it. I saw it. I hadn't like read like other like letterbox reviews. And then I think I wrote on my let I, I either said it was like anime or Dragon Ball Z. I think I said Dragon Ball Z specifically. And that's what it felt like to me. I'm like, holy shit, this is so fucking cool dude it's, but, i agree it's it's sick like I, I was like what 13 years old when that came out and when i saw that in theaters like i was dragon ball z was my favorite show of all time like growing up just the best show oh so yeah when that, it's still my when, favorite no no for sure yeah. that well, that if, well, like, if you don't talking, get it like because yeah. that was like still fresh like it was still like i think what tsunami was still airing them at that time in yeah. 2003 yeah, or whatever yeah. and when that popped up on the big screen i was like holy crap we can get a dragon ball z movie like when i saw that yeah. i was like it's possible yeah and we never got one that was good, but yeah, we're yeah. talking about we never got one in general. Be careful what you wish right. for. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we just never got a Dragon Ball movie in general. But yeah, that fight scene was sick. But a lot of people, there are a lot of people turned off by that fight scene because that's really? where it kind of it see like people are fine with like the crazy stuff in the Matrix, but then it gets too far into like out of reality and just but, like, goofiness. That's the whole point of it all. Is like uh, you have the Matrix is not reality, and it's just like it it gets crazier as it goes along because you're you start off you're in this diluted reality that doesn't exist and then by the end you're like reaching the climax and it should get that crazy like yeah, that's it, that's it what it's supposed to be it should up the ante you should have fucking smiths lined up all the way down like lightning thunder they're in flying the rain, around yeah. in the rain like it's yeah. so sick for yeah. sure since the matrix it's, is like a computer program i think that it's allowed to get as crazy as they if they introduce flying and bullet stopping, you can do anything. Yeah, you be and able, they introduced bullet time in the original movie. Like, so how is that? Like, uh, there's like flying any, at the end too. That was, yeah. Oh, does he does fly? At the he right flies at the yeah, very yeah, end. Yeah, yeah. yeah. flying, yeah. fighting. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so it's like there's no reason that the finale of this trilogy shouldn't be fucking anime, essentially. And like, I was watching that scene. And I was, I was thinking like, this is like, this is a fucking superhero climax at like like boss fight scene yeah but it's done even so much better than than any of the shit that has 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 just come in the past like 13 years because of fucking marvel what i love about the matrix trilogy is and this is clearly intentional is that a lot of it feels like video game fights like the smith like okay so one thing i really like about this um two examples in video games like devil may cry 3 you're fighting um uh, Virgil throughout the whole game. Yeah. Uh, and the fights get different. In God Hand, I don't remember this fucking name, but you fight someone that's like pretty much 
you're the equal of I think Jean is the name of the main character. I don't in remember. It's been a while. Yeah, it's been a while for me too. So you fight someone that's like the same as you, and he has like the same tool sets as you and whatnot. And it's like it's similar to that. With it's not exactly the same as like Neo. Neo and Smith aren't identical, but they're similar enough. Um, so you have it like throughout this series. It's like you know. You're facing the the same reoccurring antagonist, and each time the fight's different, and that's like in a video game. And the way it's just shot, everything feels like this is a video game boss fight. It's funny that you say that, and without spoiling the Path of Neo game, because I know you want to play it. Yeah, uh, there supposedly the Wachowski say that the ending in that was the fights in they originally planned for the movie, but they didn't have a budget for. Interesting, and it's crazier. Uh, they go even wild in the like like fantasy. <laughs> And it's a video game itself, so like yeah. it is that it's probably yeah. saw it for a game. And I'm very excited to play those games. I haven't gotten around to it, so I, I want to emulate. So without them. spoiling it, yeah, that's it gets crazy. So. And I mean, I, I love how we're talking about the video game angle because the new one, if we want to maybe maybe start getting into those waters a bit, it plays with that concept as oh, well. Oh yeah, very much so. Um, but yeah, that that like that could be the best action scene in cinema. Like I would have to really think about it. I'd have to ponder my orb on that shit, <laughs> and uh, and figure it out. But like, it's very much up there. You know, it's it's up there with you know Michael Bay and Michael Mann's best stuff. You know, the Wachowskis are you know the goats. Like they they really like like I'll that's what like if it wasn't for that scene, then Revolutions would for sure still be a masterpiece. But it would be the weakest, for sure. And I get people that, that rank Revolutions the lowest on the tier list. But it's still, even without that scene, it's an amazing movie. Um, but that scene right there, I'm like, holy shit. It's like, wow. That elevates so much for me. Because it's just, it's 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 unreal. It's really unreal, that, that scene. And um, if you watch that and you don't like it then i don't know how you could call yourself a matrix fan because that's what it all is leading up to is something like that well i mean each sequel like pushes the boundaries in different directions like re- reloaded it it pushes the 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 um com- like complexity of the world building and the philosophy as well as like the like action heavy scenes with like vehicles and stuff and and puts the you know and, and the and the you know kung fu fight scenes like they have the fucking they 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 have a uh, they, they have like a kung fu fight scene with like knives and swords that they're just grabbing off the wall it's like they're none of none of that was in the original and then in the revolutions you have the cgi heavy city invasion as well as a dragon ball z style final boss fight so it's just like in a in an age of like nostalgic sequels and reboots and retreats and just doing the same thing over and over again like to see like a trilogy where they clearly tried to up the ante each round by trying something trying different things getting outside of their comfort zone pushing the boundaries like it's you you don't you don't see many franchises doing that oh like, not at all yeah. and that's what makes not only the matrix trilogy so iconic but in my opinion, I, I guess it's not a trilogy anymore, but I mean, you can still call it a trilogy because, you know, you have the two, the three Star Wars trilogies and whatnot. There might be a new trilogy yeah. now, which um, I, think, I think this one kicks it off yeah. pretty well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is, the, the Matrix trilogy is the greatest trilogy of all time in, in filmmaking. It is, in my opinion, the greatest film franchise of all time. The, the only things that are up there for me 
are um, Bad Boys, which I, I love to death, and Bad Boys Two is like my favorite action movie ever. Unless you want to count Miami Vice, but I consider that more of a melodrama, but semantics. <laughs> and um, I wouldn't put it's it's hard for me with Star Wars because Star Wars the mo- for just talking the movies, I only love the prequels. So if we're talking just trilogies, then the prequel trilogy is like, you know, it's. It's, it would probably be like, I don't know, Matrix, Bad Boys, and then prequels for trilogies. I mean, we, we grew up with the prequels, yeah. so they'll, they'll always hold that special place in our heart. But it's interesting. Like I have, I have younger brothers who are like Zoomers, and they prefer the prequels to the sequels. Oh yeah, because like, there's which there's... any like which the the prequels have aged even even though the CGI looks kind of dog shit now the story and the themes and the narrative it is aged so well like because... I wouldn't even say the CGI necessarily aged like dog shit because I like some of the green screen stuff and the way um, that Lucas does landscapes and whatnot mm-hmm. and I think there's a lot of a lot of beauty in those films you know of course there's definitely wonky cgi and whatnot yeah i was um, mainly so i was mainly referring to like some of like the the ships and the and the stuff but like yeah like like you're saying the lands like obviously like beautiful planets and in other worlds which is like um very star wars i do see a very big overlap of people that appreciate the matrix trilogy as a whole with people that appreciate the prequel trilogy and also people that appreciate Bad Boys movies as well. Um, it's it's a little tougher to call the Bad Boys movie a, a complete trilogy considering Bay didn't direct the third one. I haven't seen the third one. I actually only saw it once. I saw it in theaters when it came out and I loved it and I've been dying to rewatch it. I thought it was okay. Uh, I, I liked it. It was it just you you are losing like Bay's touch. Yeah. They try. Yeah. They try to mimic it, but I, I think feel it's like it's better still... than one, but you're 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 never gonna top two. Yeah, I agree. Unless, you know, I mean, I agree with the never going to top two. I still like one more than the third one, but... No, that's fine. That's yeah. a fair take. But, like, two is, like... Yeah, yeah, two's the best. If, if anyone that thinks any Bad Boy... If they, anyone thinks Bad Boys 1 or 3 is better than 2, they're just straight up raw. They're just out of their fucking mind. <laughs> and um, even if Bay returned, I can't imagine him ever topping two. And this is kind of for the same reason that I don't think Reloaded would ever be topped, is that there's something about that time period... The early 2000s, which is like peak action cinema. There's an aesthetic, this transition from film to digital. There's so much experimentation going on. And um, this, or just the early digital aesthetic mixed with, you know, um, 35 millimeter and stuff like that and going on, that it's just, it's beautiful. There, and it, it doesn't feel ultra realistic and it doesn't feel super dated. It's, yeah, it's its own thing, and it's we're we're probably never going to get something like that again. And you could say that, and this has been a thesis of mine forever. But the late '90s to early 2000s is when um, a mainstream art peaked. I mean, if we're if we're talking like action cinema, I'm I'm, I'm gonna get a little like like political like pseudo psychological here, yeah, but yeah, yeah. like. This was this was post like particularly like post nine eleven like yeah there was a lot of fucking like like jingoistic patriotism in the culture but like there like there was a lot of ways that like people wanted to see the anger and and violence that they sought 
like in in the wake of 9/11 like channeled on screen yeah. and i think there was a lot of movies that you know there yeah there was there there there's a lot of shit about you know like oh let's go fuck up the middle east let's you know america rah rah you know like wave the flag and shit but like there was there was there was like like you were saying like some of the the greatest action and and violence on screen of all time was from that era yeah. and like i i don't think that's a coincidence oh no not at all and you know um, like I said, you know, you have Bad Boys 2, you have the Matrix sequels, you have Southland Tales, which we're going to go see tonight on 35mm, oh which so I'm excited. super excited yeah. for. Um, I would love to do an episode on. Hopefully, we'll release that after these, if we get around to it. You know, the, the prequel trilogy, um, Fast and Furious 1, the, the Fast and the Furious, I think that was actually 2001, so that was made before 9-11 and whatnot, but it's still like this era, you have this style, it's just I don't know. There's something about it. It's just everything just aligned perfectly in this, you know, Y2K transition. I can't describe it with music, but for some reason with music, it works too. With, with um, video games, you have the transition from 2d sprites to these early 3d polygon models. And they had to work more on the art style to make these games look good and stand out compared to now where it's just all fucking super hyper realism graphics. And not as much art style, so that's what that. So it just kind of worked out that we were transitioning both the tech of film to digital and two D to three D in video games at the same time. Yeah, that it was just a perfect storm of the culture. And the way, yeah, the way it merged with the culture. I mean, you talk music. You had fucking like Linkin Park, new metal. You had the like transition from like nineties rap to sort of like the bling era, where it's very maximalist. Yeah, it's like yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know enough about music to, to talk in, about music in an intelligent way, but there's, goddamn, I mean, there's a reason I listen to, I have a playlist on Spotify of, of, of 90s to early 2000s mainstream music, and, like, there's just something about the, the sound back then that before it and after it is just has not been the same. Yeah, I mean, just, I remember, like, throw on, like, any... Like playlist of of uh, top charts bangers from like like the like the middle school dance era like the fucking Timbaland beats yeah like the fuck like it's, no I, they, I think they, right they, before they, that like I think yeah. I think to the, I always say this is that the the world ended after two thousand six oh no no yeah that that's that's yeah. that's what I'm talking about yeah. like that like bef- like the sort of like yeah before yeah, the middle yeah. school era I mean you're no, no, a, you're oh, a little me, yeah I'm a, I'm, you're a little I'm, bit, I'm a couple years yeah. older yeah so like. This was like 2003 to 2005. Yeah. For me. So yeah. so that like those couple of years make a huge difference in regards to this stuff. Yeah. Um cuz I remember like fucking freshman year high school like flow rider being really popular and bullshit like that and it's like Yeah. You I I've, I've talked about this before back when the podcast was bad film cast but you hear and see a big difference starting in 2007. There's a bit of the transition in 2005, 2006, but it's like really at 2007 onward, you see a brown and bloom aesthetic in like both films and video games. You know, we're, we're entering this 360 PS3 era where they're starting to get a bit more realistic and it's very gritty and stuff like that. You see it a lot in like mainstream action movies. So it's like there's less artistry to it and there's less color. There's less life. It's not as vibrant. You don't feel it as much anymore. And it's like it feels ver- the soul is very sucked out of it, but there's still there's still some gritty filmmaking and game making and whatnot. It's just like kind of like aesthetically, 
And then it's just like once you transition into like, you know, past like the, the first few years of the, the 2010s and the culture war shifts and everything starts to feel really sterile and whatnot. And then it's just like everything goes to shit. And I say that despite the fact I think the 2010s has been the the best year for um, films in general yet. Not mainstream, but in general. And a lot of people will shit on last decade and be like, oh, it was horrible and stuff. I'm like, for mainstream, yes, but for um, you know more independent artists and foreign artists and whatnot, there's so much great shit out there that if you really put the time and effort into finding um, films and video games and music and whatnot, you'll find just as much great stuff, if not better, compared to the generations before. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's like, it's sort of like how the fucking middle class has been hollowed out. Like, the sort of, like, mid-budget, fi- like, film has completely disappeared. Yeah. Where, whereas, like, there's there's either huge blockbusters or the actually interesting, like, indie, lower-budget shit. Yeah, exactly. Where, where, the, where the sort of artistic, um, like, vision and energy that you're talking about comes from. Yeah, yeah. and you'll in, still in get yeah. a couple directors like Paul Thomas Anderson, who's, like, the king of the mid-budget film. But you know, there's just not a lot of that anymore. Yeah, well, he, he's 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 like a mid-budget like auteur, which yeah. they're not they're they're not gonna like like you don't see that like that like um, star like the like the mid-budget film that gets produced because of like the star power of the lead. Yeah. You get it's, that's getting well, produced yeah. because of the fucking the power of Paul Thomas Anderson. Yeah, you know he he's he's one of the few names right now because like even Nolan is like he's pushing the higher budgets. Oh, he's like yeah, he, yeah. you know, he's not like Marvel. He's at the top of but, the fucking budget. But scale. like, yeah, yeah, but like for like auteurs and shit. And I hate Nolan, but he's still an auteur at the end of the day. You can still be an auteur whether you're good or bad. But as far as auteurs go, like Nolan's at like the top of that fucking budget, and he's getting whatever he wants. But he's still not like I don't think his films are expensive as like you know Avengers and shit like that, right? I could no, be wrong. I mean, but. the 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 Marvel films, like the budgets have gotten. So bloated because the the, the stars are leveraging yeah, more salaries, and more money. Yeah, yeah, that, that's which where they so should. Much, yeah, yeah, which like, it makes sure, sense. Yeah. Like you know, yeah, if, they're if making you, so they're making fucking billions for the yeah. for the Disney fucking monopoly conglomerate. Yeah, like, like why wouldn't they drain the, yeah. this conglomerate for <laughs> yeah, as much get money that as they bag. should? Yeah. yeah. So they they obviously should with that, but um, but yeah, I mean that's just my my take on uh on how the the culture has progressed, but. Now, transitioning more into this Matrix uh, Resurrection talk is you, you. So I said before going into this, I knew I knew that this would be as like Twin Peaks: The Return is to the original series, as um, the rebuild movies have been to the original Neon Genesis Evangelion, has as Final Fantasy VII remake has been to Final Fantasy VII, and. And those have all been deconstructions of this original property that is so beloved by many and people are so nostalgic for. And it's like, you know, how do you how do you bring these iconic franchises back? You have them feeling fresh, but you also have them doing something new and interesting. And I knew right away Resurrections was going to do that. I, I had faith. There, I, I had zero doubt in my mind that this would be anything short of a masterpiece. Well, one of the things that particularly struck me on the rewatch of the original trilogy was that the end of 
of revolutions was very open ended. Like that was that's the the story, the the fate of the human world versus the machine world, the fate of the humans in the Matrix. It was not concluded. Yeah, it was no, not a lot was resolved besides for you know his his the 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 one prophecy as sort of laid out was I guess sort of fulfilled. Um, the the war between the human and the mach- machines just reached like a truce. Yeah, like it, there was so much about that world that wasn't resolved, and it the way this this new one tackled some of the questions and what you know you know what would happen after it felt like a very very natural extension and and it wasn't just a cash grab it wasn't made just just to make another matrix movie it felt like a very much a natural continuation of the story yeah much like the original film the original film works on its own it doesn't need more but it deserves more the original trilogy works on its own it doesn't need more but it deserves more. And then you get to this new movie and right away it it has this weird feeling to it as you can kind of tell from the trailer. So I'm going to say this, you know, we're we're going to gradually get into spoiler stuff. So I'm going to give spoiler warnings before like we get deep into it. So starting off, it's just going to be kind of the light talk for it. Um but like you, you from the trailers and the rumors alone, you know it's like oh they're self-referencing the Matrix and whatnot, and you know you see them in like these offices and stuff. So it's like you kind of think it's like oh so is like the is there like you know another world and the Matrix is like kind of like a video game or something inside of it, and you don't know you don't really know, but you know like something's going on like that, and you could kind of make assumptions on what it would probably be and your assumption will probably be right because it's it's not it's it's pretty obvious i i would say yeah your your analysis of both like the trailer and the rumors you were spot on yeah i i knew it right away you fucking nailed it (laughs) um like a, a film could be i could go into a film and stuff like that can be obvious and that doesn't make it bad that like it's it's predictable in some sorts um because i i don't know the whole narrative of how it's going to go but like you can get an idea of like all right well logically what would make sense for them to do with this film and have it be good and that's what i predict i'm like all right if i was creating a sequel to the matrix trilogy what would be something that deconstructs this idea that we have and make something original and and poke fun of of all these reboots and remakes and unnecessary sequels and all that shit, but still tie into the canon and feel great. And that's exactly what they did with this. Yeah, no, I mean, you're such a big fan of this. You're literally like the Matrix Whisperer. Yeah. Like you, <laughs> you, you called all this shit. Your instincts were so attuned to what was happening here. I'm just like, I'm deferring to James's like insight on this shit. I'm like, I, I'm, I'm literally, okay, whatever whatever he says, that's that's. I am I the like. Oracle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I am the Oracle of this franchise. You're, you're, you're the Oracle like pondering her orb of cookie dough. <laughs> 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 You don't have to agree with me if this film is a masterpiece. I mean, if you disagree, you're wrong, but that's besides the point. But, like, of what the film was going to be, I told you what it was. And if you did not listen to me, that is your fault for not trusting me and trusting the plan. Trust the plan. Trust the plan. Trust the plan. 
I wasn't here for your, I guess, prediction. I mean, I was kind of I mean, right. I've been saying it on well, like Twitter. You just say it in the group chat. Like, yeah. yeah. I've been saying I must, it. Yeah, we were talking about it in the group chat. I've been yeah. talking about it on the timeline. Man, did I skip over some of this shit? I don't even know. I might have missed some of it. Yeah. You were responding to some of it. Well, well I can't say anything because of spoilers. I yeah, specifically well, we'll, yeah we'll, we'll get, well, like I said, we're going to get deeper <laughs> yeah. into that. I know. I want to yeah. give the people the warning before we get to those levels. But there were a couple yeah. things I did predict as well that I knew that they would go. I just didn't think that they would tackle it the way they did as well. Yeah. That's yeah. the most I could say for now. Um, it makes a lot of sense why... They brought back certain actors and they didn't bring back others. Um, my original theory was that um, that only Neo and Trinity were going to be the only constants. And because they're like, you know, it's a story about them. It's a story about love and romance and everything else didn't matter and would have been like rebuilt around them. So I wasn't completely spot on with that. I got that kind of wrong, um, mainly because I I only actually just learned last night that Jada Pinkett Smith was in the movie. I didn't know beforehand. I, I must have missed her. In the, you said she was in the trailer. She was so in the trailer, yeah, the yeah, second so, trailer. So I missed her in the second trailer because she's all done up in yeah. prosthetics and whatnot. So that's why I didn't realize it was her. Um, but... So that's why I miss her and that kind of I if I saw her if I knew that was her in the trailer I probably would have maybe adjusted it slightly but um but yeah so I I thought that it was only them because Morpheus was being played by a new actor which um having seen the movie it's fine and it makes sense I have some qualms with it um clearly s- small spoiler it's not the same Morpheus. Yeah. And clearly the only reason that they made this character a sort of like quasi new Morpheus, but has elements of the old because he's an incredibly popular character. You want to bring back some aspect of him. Yeah. It's not the matrix without some, Morpheus. some of Morpheus's DNA in it, you know? Yeah. Cause, but, and, and like, yeah, they, they, they did do a sort of like deconstruction of the tropes of this, like, black character you know they 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 made him a little more like fucking like hip this is like hip-hop morpheus yeah (laughs) and like clearly they were doing this all uh on purpose to like kind of like fuck with your idea of morpheus because like some light spoilers here because this is all stuff that happens at the very beginning of the movie um morpheus doesn't realize he's kind of morpheus and and then he becomes he takes on the role of Morpheus because it's, it's not Morpheus. He's, he's an agent. Like even in the credits, it says Morpheus slash agent Smith, which I thought was kind of weird because you have the other character that's actually agent Smith. Yeah. And and, I mean, I I liked, I liked that they made this sort of new agent Smith, like, like a sort of like douchey tech bro. Yeah. (laughs) It was, it was like, like, I don't know. I kind of wish they brought back Hugo weaving for it. Or like at least like transformed him halfway through. I think, I think the new actor did, did some good things with like translating over the mannerisms to this new character. But like, but yeah, the you can't you can't beat the classic Hugo Weaving. Yeah, and there, Smith. There's right. a reason why I didn't bring him back without saying any spoilers. The whole like reason why Morpheus isn't in it, it wouldn't make sense for uh, Hugo Weaving's character to be in it because he's technically a program, and I can't I, I can't even, we have to get into like spoilers. Well, yeah, yeah, well, yeah, but yeah, we're yeah. we're gonna get, we're I want to like lightly as like. 
get into. So further. tough to talk about yeah. this movie without talking. Yeah, about when it like, really is. is this, I, I, I want to get as much out of the way as we can before we get to the heavy spoilers. So it's like if people are okay with a little bit of spoilers, they can listen now, and yeah, then like then we go f- at the end. At the end of this episode, we're gonna go full on heavy spoilers. So because that way, you know, after people can listen to it after no, it comes it. out, or they might not hear it till after then. Anyways, so we'll get to heavy spoilers at the end. It's all my answers to everything you guys are talking about has to do with the heavy spoilers. Yeah, I yeah. keep waiting. I'm like, I gotta, yeah, I gotta yeah, bookmark yeah. everything you guys are saying. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it does. It is fine because Agent Smith can, you know, look like anyone pretty much in in these movies and and yeah. take control of anyone and whatnot. And um, in a way, he is both buffed and debuffed mm. in this. Mm, yeah, uh, with with his powers. Um, which works, which works in this. Um, but yeah, I, I think they could have brought back Hugo Weaving or at least like halfway through they could have brought him back. And I would have I would have loved that. But um, I liked I liked the new Age of Smith's power to turn into a 9-11 jumper. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> there, there were um, there were times where like he's talking and I'm trying to picture Hugo Weaving talking in my head and see if it works. And it, and it does. Yeah. So, but yeah, I, I do miss Hugo Weaving. He is, um, it's funny. I can't even like name any of his other fucking roles, but it's just Lord of the Rings. Oh yeah. He was in Lord of the Rings. I'm not a big Lord of the Rings guy. V for Vendetta. He did the voice. He is in that. Which which the Wachowskis also, uh, produced. Yeah. Oh, Oh, they wrote that. I I think they co-wrote. I know they, yeah, I think they did producing and co-writing. I want to say though, I, I couldn't picture the guy as Hugo Weaving only when they did the lines that were from the old movie and they'd like flash the face yeah. to like be like hey look it's him that's when i could see it because he was imitating him but then he would go out of imitating him and be his own thing yeah you know? like i mean one of one of your criticisms that, that you told like your your initial reaction was like it used too much of the originals and like it, it, it falls like, back on it yeah a lot. no it de- like it did feel like like yes they they used they used the clips in very very brief flashback mode it did feel a little like a clip show in the I like it did. though no no I, I did because... I didn't I didn't mind it but I could see why someone wouldn't like okay it. but my favorite thing about that is actually one of my favorite things in the movie in general and this was shown in the clip at the game awards briefly yeah um where they have this like teared up like pr- like movie screen almost and they're like standing in front of it and they have it playing in the background and I think that's going to be something. That um, a lot of like big cinephiles, especially that are into you know the vulgar or tourism and stuff like that, are really going to be pointing out and keep coming back to um, as far as like frames and visuals go. And um, I just think that's such a cool thing to do. It's like you have the original on display, and the screen's like ripped up and teared, and you have like this like rundown stage that they're on and whatnot. And it's just like it's such a fucking cool visual That's and it's just like you know. I mean it's cool but I mean the game did it first so like if, if anything the game should get the credit because there's uh, kind of a scene like that in one of the uh, games again I, uh, I it's not really a spoiler to yeah. like ruin it for yeah, you yeah. like you won't know what the scene is yeah. when it comes but there is a scene where they're, you're fighting in theater and you see a scene from the movie and you're just like, oh, that's yeah. interesting. And that's like canonically happening in the game, like where you're seeing that, or is that just like a video it's, game thing? It's canonically happening in the game, I guess. Like, yeah, there's like extra scenes that yeah. aren't part of the original trilogy because yeah. you go through the trilogy as Neo, but they added, it's more like a yeah. director's cut. Yeah, there's yeah. more scenes. But I think that's cool that they even pull ideas from the video game. No, no, no. I, I just wanted to make that yeah. joke that it, the video game yeah. did it first. Yeah. But I think again, that's that would be cool pulling ideas they had from the video game that they weren't able to do in the originals, but they still wanted to do for sure. Um, so I like that a lot, and I always love you know interesting kind of visuals like that. Um, 
and I so that that was a scene I loved a lot, and and you know just trying to like you know they were given um, you know some explanations and stuff during that and and whatnot and trying to break him out of this like you know mindset that he had. Yeah. Red pill them. They were they were red billing, and there was there was a lot of very self aware humor. Yeah, like there was there. I, yeah. We don't we don't want to spoil the big laugh line, but there's a name of a certain character that references a certain meme associated with with the, the with the red shop. pill with 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 like the red pill concept, which is we were we were losing our minds. Oh my god, the, you'll like, you'll know immediately, and yeah. it was clearly intentional. Yeah, it was, it was so, so fucking obvious. dude. Yeah. The whole theater started bursting out laughing. Yeah, everyone was lo- like, everyone knew yeah. it, which which made it yeah. even better. That was that was the biggest reaction anything the movie got. Oh from yeah. The crowd. For sure. Yeah. Um, I think James was the loudest. Oh, I was for sure the loudest. I was like, I was literally (laughs) knee slapping. I thought he was dying at one point. Dude, that was loud. So fucking funny, that scene. I mean, we'll get to it. If we get to spoil it, we'll talk about it. Yeah, well, we don't even need to spoil that, even at the end. You'll 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 know know. what we're talking about when you watch the movie. And if you don't know it, then it's just over your head. I don't know what else to tell you. Yeah. If you're listening to this podcast and you watch. Have you not been on the internet? Like, what the fuck are you doing here? If you're listening to this podcast and you watch Resurrections and you don't know what scene we're talking about afterwards i just don't know what to tell you you can go look at my uh just saw the matrix no context pictures post and still not get it like you're 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 beyond it yeah yeah yeah. yeah. (laughs) not gonna make it yeah pretty much (laughs) um but yeah so there's a lot of um there's actually it's it's there's a lot of humor early on and i i use the term humor loosely because it's it's the humor feels purposely bad and forced in a way where it's like the audience and Neo are supposed to kind of have the same reaction of just like, like you know. See, I knew. That, see, I was thinking that too. I, part yeah. of me thought like maybe this is supposed to be. Not gonna spoil this. This is supposed to be the part of the Matrix where it's like, oh, okay, this is like the really obnoxious work environment, and there's like cringy people with. And that badges. was the point. But like at the same time, that takes up a bunch of your movie and you have to actually sit through it regardless and it's is it fun to like you uh, go, yes, oh this yes. is supposed yeah, to be a yeah. bad was, action scene that was the strongest part yeah for me yeah like, i the, actually I love that whole opening hated all of that no. everyone who's laughing there's a few people laughing and i'm sitting there like oh my god it reminded me of the scene the scenes all the scenes in transformers 2 all the parent scenes <laughs> oh, which god. i fucking hated and i'm sitting there like this is I know they thought some of it was funny. Like they were yeah. writing some of this, like yo, that was that was yeah. good. And I'm just sitting there, like this is. But like it's funny obnoxious. because it's self aware in a way that it's like it's making fun of all these people on both sides of the political spectrum that have become obsessed with the Matrix. Funny enough, yeah. uh, Neo's like friend in that like place. He's actually in the first Transformers movie. He has like a oh, really? scene. He's recording one of the Transformers. When they first I didn't even know that. Yeah, that's um, a little, yeah. I rec- that's my autism right there. I recognize <laughs> random Z-list actors. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that I, I really like that a lot, and I think it's you know it's very purposely tongue in cheek. Like you can tell the difference between the quips in Resurrections versus like quips in a Marvel film. In Marvel film, they're doing it's like ah. The audience will like that. This is funny. In Resurrections, they're it's clearly satirizing. You know. And that's where the deconstruction comes in. Yeah. It's like it's all front loaded with the deconstruction. It, it's it's not it's not just like a fucking self aware wink at the camera meta thing. It's the fact that there is this all there 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 is this alternate reality it, within the context of this film universe, and it plays in it plays into that. It's like it's it's being self aware about being self aware. There's another mm-hmm. there like yes yes it it 
does sort of you know poke at the nostalgia and is is self aware like a lot of the the properties that we you know the franchise properties that we criticize. But there's this other layer to it that I honestly haven't seen explored in in, in movies as much. Like I yeah. I think it pushed the pushed the boundaries on that stuff. Yeah, sure. and it makes a lot of sense within the context of the narrative and yes, and, it's about to go off of me right? and, and of. <laughs> You know, of what's happening in the film. Like, all of it makes sense. None of it feels forced or anything like that. And um, and just Neo's reaction to all of it is is perfect. Like, he's just like, he's just so like, what? Or just like, ugh, or, you know, all of that shit. And that's why it works compared to, like, if he was, like, you know, going along with it or if he was making quips or whatnot. Because I don't think Neo makes any fucking quips no, throughout he, the whole beginning. He which... make, there's one joke that he does. I mean, it's not him doing a joke. It's just a joke towards him. Yeah. That I, I knew it was coming and I just was hoping it didn't. Which joke? It's the one where uh, they're like, oh, Neo, can you fly? And then he, yeah. like, attempts. And he goes, nope. They even oh, do the yeah. power effect. And I said, please don't do it. And then, like, you even get the, like, the wave effect on the floor, like, from the first movie. Yeah. And the second movie when he, like, first flies and... Yeah. And then nothing happens. He yeah. jumps and it fails. And I'm just like, I fe- that felt marvelly to me. That did. I don't yeah, that, be, was at, yeah. that was at yeah. the end of the movie. I'll, I'll give you that for sure. Because like, in the beginning, it all works. At that point, I'm like, yeah, that's for sure kind of like marvelly. And I'm sorry to be like that negative guy the whole time. I know you guys yeah, wanted yeah. me on no, here no, for no, the negative. Oh, no. we, we need, yeah. like, yeah. I'm also like a rocket right now. Yeah. Like, yeah. Every time one of you guys says something, I sit there and I start building up like, so <laughs> much yeah. to say. Go off. Go off. I don't. Okay. So I don't like tongue-in-cheek humor in most movies. I think that 21 Jump Street did a fine job with it, but it started to get overused in a lot of things. And I just... I... One thing is the member berries. You know, like a lot of movies suffer when they when they reboot or bring back something is they 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 cash cash in on like nostalgia, right? Yeah. And which this, this movie, is very self aware about. This nostalgia. movie is self aware, but I feel like the self aware is like a ticket out of having to be criticized for it. That's what a lot they, of they are is. having their cake and eating yeah, it too. A little. It's bit. like yo, we, like, if we point out that we're doing it now, people can't get mad because we're aware that we're doing. it. That's what it feels like. It's like that's our ticket out of being criticized. Yeah. And there's a lot of parts where they're like, oh man. That was a good time. Remember that time you dodged those bullets? And it's like, why are you so aware of the movie that was made? Like, it's just too... The reason I the, get the, the reason context, at the end but... of the day that it worked for me was that it fit with the story. Same. Because it fit with the continuation of Neo's story. Like, yeah, he was... All right, spoil, yeah, he was, you know, resurrected by the machines. He's put back in the Matrix. This makes sense for this character. And now he's getting all these deja vu and, and these things that... Are, I get it. And, and, he's, and he's still trying to break out because... Like you know, because he he he, re- he realizes something's off about this world. I get and there's it. There's a lot of e- 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 like echoes of of the past and what he what he's been through before, and it made sense in that context. So that's why I'm going to give it a pass here. See, the thing is, I get it, but like I, like it still is those scenes, and you have a lot of them, and there's just a lot of like one. You get flashes of the actual scenes from the movie a lot, and it reminds me of like when a TV show needs to remind the viewers, hey. Don't forget what happened last season. We're going to put some clips in to, to remind you. But then you also get like recreations of, of old scenes as well as them talking about scenes. Like I'm, I'm shocked they didn't do a scene where, where one of the characters who's a bad guy in it just says, uh, you're, are, you, are you saying that by the end of this I can dodge bullets? Like I was waiting for them to reference like a line like – like he was like a fan of the movie in a yeah. way. Like I wasn't waiting for it. I'm surprised they didn't do it. But well, they my- well they 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 deconstructed bullet time by making it like the the villain's effect was to like slow slow it down. Yeah, like not yeah. just not just dodge, but like actually like stop time and yeah. mess with that. Which I I, I kind of wish we'd seen like Neo 
play around with that. Yeah, like, I, like I, I kind of wish that, those powers. I wish that had been explored more yeah. and, and used more. Which creatively. could be something that happens in the sequels that will hopefully and probably happen. Um, because like in this, it's like. You know, he, he was like kind of like getting his groove back a bit. Yeah, and and there was a lot. I feel like this new world that they're building with this, hopefully, a, a, a sequel trilogy. Like it left a lot to be expanded on. Like I wanted to know more about the machine civil war. Yeah, I wanted to know more about this new. We're getting into yeah. more spoiler territory now. Yeah, that I wanted to know more about the relationship between the new the the IO, which is the human world, like the city replacement of Zion, and their relationship to the the, the sort of detente they have with the machines. Like there, there, there was a lot of, there was a lot of new stuff introduced that the 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 storyline. Once we got Neo out of the Matrix, and then they're trying to save Trinity, like get her out too. It was a relatively simple story. I, I and I think I think it left a lot of room for growth. You know, it didn't completely blow its load in terms of like over dumping exposition stuff. But you know, I it 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 left me actually wanting more. Like I want another. I want a sequel to this. Oh yeah, I want yeah. A f- I want a full blown trilogy, and I like I kind of got that vibe pretty much early on in the film, where it's like, okay, this whole film is an epilogue to the original trilogy, and it's about you know how ne- obviously in the title resurrection of resurrecting Neo and Trinity and getting this happy ending that also makes sense and is worthy of existing and by the but there's still and like you could tell like the whole thing is like all right you know once they get neo out pretty early on it's like all right we gotta save trinity and that's what the movie's about and they're they set up so much it's like oh you know they mentioned this civil war and you know you have um the villain in this movie is obviously neil patrick harris it was kind of obvious from the get-go, I felt like. I, I honestly didn't pick up on it, maybe because I tried to watch only each trailer once and try not to fully focus on it. I liked like, I liked spoilers. how they like shit on the concept of like the therapist. Like, this was an anti-therapy movie. Yeah, very Fuck therapy. Fuck you, therapy. You, All my yeah, homies hate, hate therapy. therapy. Therapy yeah. is a psyop. Therapy is ongoing MK Ultra. I've been saying this for years. You can check my tweets. I've been saying that. Therapy is the ongoing. If you go to MK therapy, Ultra. you're not going to make it. You're simply simple yeah. as. And, and they had him wearing the blue glasses, and I was like, Oh yeah, oh. and his whole <laughs> outfit was blue. <laughs> yeah, uh, and his eyes are even blue. I'm like, Huh? What if they even cast him because he has blue eyes? Yeah, but um, he was like the complete blue pill. Yeah, which was I stay I in Wonderland. Yeah, I did not like Neil Patrick Harris in this. Uh, and 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 I like Neil Patrick Harris. And I do believe in giving even comedic actors the chance to do more serious roles. Like, people don't give a lot of comedic actors a chance. And I I just couldn't shake, like, both his characters from Dr. Horrible Sing-Along Blog and um, from How I Met Your Mother. When there were scenes where his plan would be foiled and he'd be like, oh, no. And he's super serious about it. But it comes off like... He just failed to like bang a bunch of chicks at his dorm, yeah. And like people stopped, and it just it felt. That's one thing, and I don't think it's just him. It's a lot of the movie. It tonally felt very. It didn't feel as dark as the first three, because this isn't. Can I do a spoiler for something that doesn't happen? Yeah, yeah. We're, yeah. I mean, Nobody we're, we're, fucking we're, we're, we're dies well in this. Yeah, movie. we're in spoiler territory right. now. I gave people the warning. Nobody fucking dies in this movie. There is literally no no like. 
tension. I felt there was no tension in the whole movie. Where in the first movie, when uh, people die, you're like, holy shit, that's fucked up. People being unplugged. In which one is it? The second one or the first? Well, one? the first one, uh, Cipher is unplugging a bunch of the yeah. crew. And, like, and yeah, just murking them in like just there you go. cold blood. And and like, that shit was that shit's like heart like gut wrenching, right? Yeah. And and I just didn't Brutal. feel any like tension. I was expecting when everyone went in together, I was like, Oh, we're gonna lose the guy that looked like the guy from Ghost in the Shell. Yeah, there is a guy in there that yeah. I I said to say during the movie, I'm like, Oh, he looks like Bato ba- is that I'm pronouncing it right? Bato Bato from Ghost in the Shell, um, you know, um her partner in the movie. Yeah, yeah. Um and he he looks pretty similar. I'm like, oh, it has to be on purpose. I was big Ghost in the Shell fans. I was for sure he was gonna die because they set him up just enough to make you notice him. Yeah, I'm like, are they gonna kill him off? Yeah, that he's gonna be the guy that like, oh, they got into a shitty situation. And there was a point where they kind of showed a couple of them getting bloodied in the nose, and then nothing happens. But then there's a little bit of lightheartedness here and there, and I'm like, oh, it's keeping me in that light mood where yeah. I'm like, I don't feel any end of world tension where I'm sitting there like, no, this is kind of like relaxed. It felt like a like I'm, a Cartoon Network level of like yeah. threat. I mean, I as much as you enjoy Neil Patrick Harris like chewing scenery, playing like hamming up the villain role. He he didn't he didn't have the level of menace. No, definitely not. Smiths and I do. I hope that as if as if and if it does continue that we get a better villain than Neil Patrick Harris, mainly because I just don't like Neil Patrick Harris as an actor. I like him. I just don't think he was the proper fit. I thought he would just be like a small role as the therapist. I thought he was fine. I thought he was fine. But uh, he had liked, some decent I'll, scenes. I liked him more as like the smarmy therapist than like yeah. the yeah. fucking yeah. He would have been better pro, as a lackey, yeah. as yeah. the yeah. lackey yeah. that's like, oh, yeah. stay here. No, 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 stay. But but. but it kind of seems like he could be set up to be that for future. No, movies. no. Now he's set up, but he yeah. was like kind of this movie's villain. But that's what I'm saying. He's yeah. this movie's villain. But then it's like, all right, we if we get sequels to this, for sure. Then it's like he is just kind of like the lackey overall. Um, but we have to judge this movie on its like stand on its own. Like since those movies don't exist for at sure, the moment, for sure. And and I think that like Smith was kind of like one thing about Smith, the new Smith. Is he wasn't he wasn't a menace like you say he didn't have a menacing feel that other than the few times he sounded like him and he was too chill like he was actually like kind of like that that rival in a in like Pokemon or something yeah. that's like oh I'm gonna kick your butt right now we're working together I guess yeah I'll see you later and he just yeah. kind of like walks away and I'm like wouldn't yeah. he be more mad he was furious by the end of the trilogy and oh now my just kind of like yeah. whatever yeah. like I wanted like. Hugo Weaving had fury in his face, yeah. and there was just none of that oh, with this guy. Dude, he was the, relaxed. The, the yeah. facial expressions he was contorting into at, at, in the final fight scene of, Revolu- of, of Revolutions, and just like the so anger, good. the anger, and then the fear, and like it was masterful performance and just yeah. and yeah, Smith great was villain. And, yeah. and Smith was imprisoned with Neo in this like place. Yeah, and wouldn't you think that? Uh, well, yeah, there was a Matrix built for Neo to keep him trapped. If you don't know what we're talking about, yeah, uh, so. If you are still listening and you haven't watched the movie yet and you just like spoilers because you're sicko, um, pretty much the the movie sets up that like ma- that Neo's in the quote unquote real world and the Matrix trilogy was a successful video game that he designed and then it's revealed clearly that it was all a ploy from the Matrix and they had him um, um, they captured him so they ca- they captured Neo and Trinity and because they found out like they they to harvest energy from them would be like the greatest fucking thing ever for, for, you know, the sentinels that's that, um, that weren't on the, the human side. Because apparently there was some like energy crisis or some, some like, uh, energy, 
energy resource uh, conflict between the different machine factions, which it was teased. We didn't really get. I'm hoping for more of that backstory because I think there could be really interesting um, in future movies, particularly how that relates to like the new um human city that's there that 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 replaced zion where they're where i i thought that was an interesting angle too where like the more the the new the new human city is more interesting and like uh, growing strawberries and like making like cool stuff than freeing people like their 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 mission had changed like they're not like the machines are still harvesting people's energy people are still stuck in the matrix but the humans like there's this truce between them and the humans are more interested in like recreating earth as it was before like oh you're 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 growing fruit you you have a you 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 have an artificial atmosphere and sky and whatnot and like they're more um about like making like an earth-like sanctuary as opposed to like oh let's free the entire human race from from machine exploitation i actually yeah i have to get back to that part too but yeah what i was bringing up was I haven't watched the trilogy. You guys watch it fresh. I haven't watched it in a while. Uh, wasn't by at one point didn't um, Smith say that he hated the Matrix? He's like, I hate this place. It disgusts me. Something like that. Well, because Neo put a part of himself into Smith, yeah. where he and he's like, I need to be free. And I, like, and wouldn't him being like put back in the Matrix partially due to Neo kicking his ass, and now they're both used in this new simulation, wouldn't he be now more pissed? Like, yo, fuck you. One, yeah. I hated you already. Two, now I had to be trapped and be like your boss, which was kind of cool, I guess. But like, I'm still stuck in this matrix as a slave. Fuck you. Like, he should have been... I, I think that just it's adds like some you, more reason he should have been pissed. Like, like you, you kicked my ass. You defeated me in the final confrontation. And I'm back in this thing, which you taught me how to hate. Yeah. You know? like I just well, feel like I there should have been more anger there. I agree. But also... The enemy of my enemy is my friend, and they do you know, have those moments where yeah. no, no, for and, sure. And he was, it, and he was tethered, side, yeah. tethered there into the matrix, so it's like he had to take care of Neil Patrick Harris first, and he does have that fight scene with um, Neo in the middle of the movie. No, no, for sure. But I just uh, wanted yeah. more uh, veracity from his like facial expressions when he's doing like agreed, really just, and, yeah. I, and I think casting Hugo Weaving again or at least changing it up to Hugo Weaving would have solved a lot of that. There you go. The Hugo Weaving thing. Now we can talk about it. it, it 60 years have passed in the movie, uh, hence why Morpheus isn't back. He's yeah. probably dead. I guess they, they yeah, didn't I, say I, it. I think yeah, it he's dead. that Mar- Morpheus was dead. I yeah. think they could have kept Morpheus, by the way. Um, there's no reason that they shouldn't have. He could have been old and he still would have had that wise like mentor type of like yeah. master splinter type of thing, Yoda. Esque, like yeah. Cause I they, wonder. It, I wonder if Lawrence Fishburne like didn't want to come back for some no, reason. No, I, I think they didn't ask him because they, they brought huh. Niobe, and it's like Niobe yeah, was like all people barely in those movies. Yeah, yeah. I remember getting hyped because I played the game and being like, oh, I can't wait for this character. She's like in fucking two scenes. Um, it's like they they clearly were more interested in doing this deconstruction of yeah, Morpheus. Yeah. In the, and, in the new version where it's like half Smith and it's the sort of like yeah. it's this younger, more like which you know, half I AI construct like as opposed to bringing back the original character, which, I mean, you can't beat the original Morpheus. You're you just can't. not going to do it. Like, and I like that new actor. I've seen him in that new Candyman movie. Yeah, he's, he's, he's an actor. He I just, fine. Like, I yeah. just don't like him in this movie because he is too... They're trying to be different. And that's yeah. the point. They're trying to be different, so he's just like... He's like, whoa, hey. And he's just like making jokes and trying to be too like... I'm youthful, and all these situations are super goofy to me. And it's just like... I'm like, don't. Not right now, dude. There's think- a shootout going on. Like, don't make these jokes. Just shut up. Just be stoic. That's what you gotta be. You gotta be stoic and badass. That's what Morpheus is. Yeah, yeah. And I think it would have been better if they didn't like call him Morpheus. I think and, so too. And instead, yeah. it's like you know, 
it's someone that's like trying to fill the role of Morpheus, which he is, but like without calling him Morpheus. It's, it's more of like instead of like, oh, I'm Morpheus now, more like, oh, I'm trying to like, you know, um, step up to the plate and take this role for Morpheus. I thought they were going that route when they said that uh, Neo had designed him in that video game because this Morpheus isn't a real person. He's a, a computer program for that video game in that program that Neo was trapped in. And he designed him to be partially Morpheus. So Neo did Snake. actually create this Morpheus. That that specific character in that game. Okay. In his, uh, what do they call it? It started with an M. The... The like modal modal is that model yeah 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 modal yeah they use the word modal yeah yeah so that's a little bit confusing to me still so it's like so they didn't explain a bunch yeah um and I think that's um where I the the few narrative things that confuse me there is like so did so they they obviously the machines they so what they do is they they recreate or not recreate but they like they fix up Neo after he's like fucking suicides. And they're like able to rebuild him, and they put him into this pod, and they put Trinity into this pod, and they resurrect her they, too, yeah, because yeah, um, because they realize that they need them both, yeah, because they're um, stronger together, they can generate more energy, they can, like, yeah, they can they yeah. can exploit them better when they're together, but not like super together, like when yeah. they're like within oh, yeah, like yeah. range of like, yeah. you know, they meet, they see each other at the coffee shop, stuff like that, opposed yeah. to like literally together working together because if they're together they're too powerful yeah and then they'll 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 break out yeah but if they're yeah. just close enough in range like that where they see each other at the coffee shops and whatnot then they generate a shit ton of energy for the sentience so i'll explain to you what uh new morpheus is so um basically they they say it a few times very very quickly so basically they built this whole thing for neo and in that world there's a video game but subconsciously, Neo wanted to partially escape, and he created this program in the modal or whatever the hell that word is they were using. Yeah. Modem or yeah. something. Mo- I think no, it was modal. I think it was modal. Mo- I think modal? it was modal. Okay. Yeah, it was. Modal. I kept yeah. hearing it because it wasn't modem. It wasn't like a word I was familiar. It, with. it was like, like it was like, a made up word like module for this. or yeah. whatever. Like almost like and yeah. and they said like oh you kind of wanted to get out like you knew almost so you created this thing as like a way out like kind almost like, like a back door like, like a back yeah. door to yeah. get out like this like yeah. This like safety net or something. So he created uh, this new Morpheus from both Morpheus and Smith. So it had both of their properties. So in the Matrix world, he acted as a Smith, though. Yeah. It wasn't until he was released that he was like, oh, no, he said he, he that Morpheus program saw the code. And that's when he released himself. Was like, and yeah. that was that opening scene where they were getting him out. Yeah. It was yeah. like it, it was like they were get, like in the originals where they were getting yeah. human out of the Matrix. Yeah. They were getting this half Morpheus, half Smith who was re- like an agent. And, and, and they real- kept replaying. They yeah. had someone that wasn't Trinity as Trinity. I thought, which- I, I thought that was an interesting concept. They introduced like a Smith realized like rebelling. Like, yeah. No, like not like obviously the original agent Smith rebelled against this programming because like Neo put a part of himself into him yeah. when he, when he, when he destroyed him originally. But like this, this is an eight, this is a Smith who was coded with a part of like Morpheus in him. So he's starting to see the code. Yeah. And then they, the human, like the, the humans on the outside have to like break him out, which yeah. is like the, the impetus for the opening. Yeah. Scene. The opening is yeah. the girl being in the video game. That's in the program of the matrix. It's yeah. super inception going deeper into uh programs. Uh, I just want to specify if one positive thing about the movie that I really liked. I thought, uh, uh, what is her name? Bugs? I thought oh, yeah. she was an the awesome Asian character. She with was my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. The one with the blue hair on the poster. Yeah. She looks normal when she's outside of the Matrix. So in the Matrix, yeah. she has the blue hair and stuff like that. I actually that. don't mind the blue hair. No, it's it it very a good like, design. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. But it, like, 
I feel like people will be like, oh, blue hair, blah, Feminist, blah, blah. Feminist, yeah, yeah. I was but the like, same way. But like you look at the characters from the original trilogy, like you look at those like fucking albino twins with the fucking yeah, yeah they were very shit. like yeah. neo noir. Yeah, type. it's like there's tons of weird characters. So for yeah. me, like that's like a non-issue. I mean, if you think of cyberpunk, they all dye their hair anyway. It's like that cyberpunk. Exactly, that's what I'm thinking. Field, yeah, the so. fucking, and I like it. I think it, with the blue shades she got and like that outfit, I thought it looked sick. And she yeah. was actually a badass. And luckily, she has a decent amount of scenes, and they yeah. really show her. And off she a lot. she was a good actress. She was charismatic. Yeah, I, I liked she was her awesome. a lot. And I'm so. like. I'm like, yo, if we get a game, let's get the spin-off like game, yeah. like the prequel of like her breaking out. Oh my out god, like, that would be sick. That would yeah. be like I would love a I game I would love a prequel game featuring her. That like, would it was be cool. Like that, there, and there's the room great. to do that too. Yeah. There's a I, lot of time between that. I I if you if you if I had to make a bet either way, I think we're definitely going to get a new Matrix game cuz why else would they release a tech demo on Unreal 5? Featuring the Matrix. Honestly, I'm going to say this, and it's going to sound super cynical, but I honestly only think it's because they literally made Neo a game developer in the new game, in the new movie. Which, which and, could have been it, because he they does have the, he game gets the game award. He yeah. gets a video, uh, an actual game award. It's the actual statue. The actual <laughs> Which award. is really funny. It's and like literally the same statue. Like I It's supposed to be that. I'm not familiar with game awards, but yeah. I saw you guys start cracking up yeah. at that scene, and, so I knew that must be like some sort of round. No, no, it was yeah. literally the actual same award they give at the game. Awards. That's funny, and it's funny yeah. because he was he was actually at the Game Awards yesterday promoting the movie and the new experience. So it seems like a way to get kids into it. I don't. I, that's the cynical yeah. side of me. I'd hope that they're doing a, uh, a game. I feel like they would like why go all that way and then not do a new video game with it. Like it just it seems too obvious to not do it because you know. It's the Matrix is such a popular franchise. They, you know, multiple fucking movies and stuff that don't deserve games get games for sure. So something like the Matrix that deserves a game. Movie games are harder to get nowadays or just based on the property, let alone not the actual movie. We don't get those anymore. But uh, I think that if this movie does well, we could see it after maybe a couple movies where they go, let's cash in on this and make. I disagree. I think it's already in development and just hasn't been announced. All right, you heard it here. If it happens, he was right. I predicted this on December 10th. That's today's date, right? December 10th at 4.17 p.m. I'm predicting that a Matrix game is in development on Unreal Engine 5 for next gen, or I guess it's current gen now. I keep calling it next gen. I actually just got the Xbox last night. Um, But yeah. Um, I'm predicting it. it's going to be announced sometime next year. I want to say this uh, as well as a Matrix game. I would love the return of a Matrix game in the form of an MMO. We had one before, yeah. but I would like a new one with new technology because yeah. I think that Matrix works well for an MMO. Yeah, yeah. But just don't fall for the same trappings. But the idea that some people could be like programs, some people could be the like, you know, the fucking Neo types or yeah. the the Trinity types, yeah. whatever they're called. So I, I think it's going to get announced sometime next year because I don't think. I think the thing is they didn't want to announce it already because there will be spoilers for Resurrections in this game, hence why it's not announced yet. So once people have actually seen Resurrections already and it's been out in theaters, it's going to get announced and it will come out either at earliest late next year and at latest See. summer, uh, begin fall, uh, late, earliest uh, holiday next year, latest fall of 2023 so what, what if it was called binary like the game they're developing oh yeah in the in the in the movie in the movie make it which, a subtitle 
Yeah. I thought it was called Deus Ex Machina. No, no, no that's their team. Deus, oh, that's the team. Deus okay. Machina was like the game company. Oh, okay, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Yeah. Uh, but what you're saying is you think that the Matrix game will be based off this movie. Like, it'll I, be this movie, the game. I, I think... No, I don't think it will be based off this movie. I think it will have spoilers for the movie. Okay. So... They don't want to. I don't to, think they would do that. Yeah, I don't think I base it off the game. The yeah, movie. Based no, off the movie, no, yeah. no, absolutely not. I think it's we'll just have spoilers for the movie, so that's why they don't want to reveal it until it's been out for a bit. I got you. So I also think that the new uh, what is it called? Io, that new place, the new yeah. Zion. Yeah, that place lends really well for like a hub world if they have like levels to go to from like a little like place. Oh it yeah, has, like, for a very sure. video gamey like world oh, for sure that is a io place looked very video game yeah. also also the the way the smiths were um like like they're um spawning into into regular people and turning into like in into like a zombie game oh yeah what, that was, could, what do they call that it? could be like a mode like a fucking like like yeah. like cod zombies type yeah shit. yeah yeah where they like they literally like turned every person into like a into like a like a like a zombie runner or like a built like they were turning people into like bombs where they were jumping off making people yeah. jump out of windows yeah yeah they just uh, possessed yeah. people randomly so yeah. it wasn't yeah. just the like smiths who can switch bodies which you don't get maybe one time i think you get it yeah uh, smith like i said smith got buffed and debuffed at the yeah, same yeah. time and yeah. uh now there's a new thing and they're just he just snaps his fingers and dudes just start attacking them yeah and like, it's I pretty like, cool I like how their eyes would go black and you could see and then you yeah see the green that was code cool. on them like, yeah that looked cool they, they wouldn't they wouldn't completely take over the body yeah. and become a new smith but yeah. they're like like maintain their old form but just turn into like a mindless like yeah like zombie sometimes he just wants attacking. that he just wants to drone yeah um to get to the very end uh, of the movie spoilers for that um matrix i mean uh, trinity and neo are like essentially like super gods at this point yeah like neo was already like fucking like jesus and shit but now they're like super gods and like it seems like they can just create whatever they want in the matrix yeah i mean like that's what that's what's was was because like if the, if the, if the matrix is still existing there's there's clearly like all these people still trapped being like having their energy harnessed by the machines and there's this like true scenario situation where the where the where the io the zion human world like city replacement has stopped caring about freeing people they're more focused on like improving the lives for the lives for the people they have freed. Yeah. And so it's like And they they even say something to yeah. Jada Pick and Smith's character. It's like it's like, oh you don't care about freeing people anymore. You just care about creating strawberries and shit like that. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, like, they were talking about like, you know, being able to create like plant life and whatnot. And they, they have, they have like an artificial with, yeah. atmosphere and it's like they're yeah. making this underground city more like a earth environment. Yeah. And like that's that's where their focus is on the resources. But like why does it matter that like Neo and Trinity can reshape the Matrix as gods, like like w- at at whatever the will, like 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 whatever their will desires. If there's all these people still trapped in there, like yeah. shouldn't shouldn't be the focus now to be like them leading them trying to free everyone and maybe like because like it's not it doesn't like sh- like sure there's a truce with war with the machines, but like shouldn't you be trying to free all the people yeah. from being fucking slaves? Yeah, and, like they're still fucking plugged and in. like. 
Neil Patrick Harris's character says it's like, well, not all these people want to be free. They're sheeple. He like they actually say sheeple in the yeah. Oh, that they was literally a little bit. Sheeple. It was yeah, yeah. It reminded like, me of my cousin who thought he's like hip to say like something yeah. very political. It's just like, yeah. oh god, don't. It was yeah. it was definitely making fun of the oh yeah the, for sure the, the people who were like yeah. oh every you know we're all I was kind of confused slaves to the system yeah. you know, fucking yeah. She- yeah. <laughs> well, they definitely were making some jabs at like the neoliberal agenda and whatnot. For sure, this. yeah. Like I would, I would say it had more. It it had like it had more based tendencies. Yeah. Than exactly. Than woke which yeah. which is what I knew would be the case. Like they yeah. could. I don't care if they're fucking troons now. Like they're still <laughs> like they created the matrix. They have like you know you could be there. I mean they're still like you know again I don't identify as right or left wing or whatever. But like they're still fucking trannies on the right and yeah, shit like that. And like obviously they're clearly lefties, but like. At the same time, like they're based, like all all the politics of the fucking Matrix movies are based. Yeah, you could have cool left friends that just don't care about any of that stuff. Yeah, just, uh, but yeah, one th- thing I was kind <laughs> of confused kinda about kinda with the Matrix in the beginning. <laughs> but, yeah, I said, I said that's that's like you know I have I have rel- like I'm very economically populist and don't give a shit about yeah, yeah, the yeah. about the uh, you more the so than stuff. than others yeah. in the group. But, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, one thing com- that confused me in the beginning about the the program is I originally thought that they built the uh, simulation just for Neo and uh, Trinity and there was another Matrix going on at first yeah. the way they made it seem was like it was a smaller like contained thing just for them to to suck out their energy for uh, batteries or whatever Yeah. Uh, but I guess and also like they kind of imply some of the people are like not people their programs like his yeah. friends and stuff so it's like who are, are people able to be taken over and then commit suicide because when they were dying they were breaking up into code they weren't yeah. like splattering like a body would which would give away that it's the matrix for other people so that part kind of confused me why were they like dying and splattering into code because if this was the matrix I think it was probably a combination of and also time. and also there was heavy emphasis on like whether people were willing to like break out of the matrix system like there was a lot of emphasis on how like oh is trinity ready or not is she is she yeah. like um it, has this, she been primed because then this to, she like, has you know a husband and kids and whatnot but like obviously she's not happy because it's not real no yeah. for sure but like neo didn't want to neo didn't want to believe that the matrix game was really his life I mean, he had to have seen someone die at one point and then just break up in the code. I'm thinking that their excuse is going to be that if they get taken over with the eyes, yeah. that once they die in that form, that's them in code. Yeah, That's their way of doing it. Because one guy gets taken over in a bedroom and his wife goes and screams because he jumps out the window. Yeah, so yeah. she's clearly a regular person. Yeah. And he had to have been unless yeah. he was a program and she yeah. married one. I mean, that could also be... This is a reach here. This is like for sure a reach, but this could even tie into like they could be referencing NPC theory in real life, where it's for just sure. like, you know, there, there are I plenty of like people. I would like to develop that more. Totally. Yeah, which there are plenty of people in real life that, you know, um, that are not real humans and they're golems or they're NPCs or, you know, whatever you want to fucking And they're call happy them. like that. They don't yeah. want to change. Yeah. Yeah. They, they don't like the vast majority of people if we are in the matrix of neoliberal capitalism most people most normies they're happy yeah you know thing things may be deteriorating inflation the may world's be, on fire the world like inflation is through the roof covid has psyoped everyone but like a lot of people take refuge and comfort in these narratives that are fed to them and they don't and they don't want to change yeah and that's like and and that yeah. at the very least is a clear thing they talk about in this so yeah um closing thoughts 
Well, no, is, no. Is, we need to just talk about one more thing, actually, yeah. which is the action. Segment. Oh yes, yeah, the yeah, and the music. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. I All can't right, believe first we music quickly. About that. The music uh, when they're not using any of the classic Matrix music is pretty underwhelming and forgettable, which was unfortunate. Which I wanted some new tracks because you had the original Matrix movies. The first yeah. one had fantastic music, all memorable. And then with the second one, they said, "Yo, we're gonna bring in some fucking choirs." Some some chants. Oh, those epic like Gregorian chants, but like yeah, yeah, yeah. That and wasn't then, in the first one. They said, "Yo, yeah. second movie, new tracks, amazing." And, and, and just and just to go back to the first one, you know that like you know that clanging sound that keeps that yeah that, that like the bomb 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 like the yeah. sort of like metallic clang like. One of the, one of the things that I noticed on the rewatch is that like that's a total callback to the to the music from the Terminator franchise. Yeah. Like it it was very like sort of like um like uh like noir sci-fi heavy. Like it it was it was very like much an homage and and an exploration of that like sort of genre yeah. and like yeah the, the music in this didn't really it didn't stand out as an homage to anything or anything original like it wasn't I I, I didn't really notice it that much there yeah. was one I I started focusing on it was during like a really key moment where Neo's walking by a bunch of the like police guys or whatever the SWAT guys and it was playing and it was loud I'm like is this supposed to be one of those songs and I'm like listening to it I'm like this isn't good. Like, it's like, I'm trying to see, like, I'm trying to, I'm like, it's very, like, generic the way when Christopher Nolan uh, did his movies and they just, everyone copied that, like, Hans Zimmer, like, like, the Inception shit. Yeah, all that. And that was this version that, I've seen this type of song, I've heard it in a million types of movies where it just, you gotta throw something in, it's gotta be, something serious is happening, the song. So it was kind of underwhelming. Uh, That's all I have to say about the music. I was a little disappointed. Yeah, I I didn't have, uh, any standout for the music for like that I recognize from like new tracks off of it, but that was like kind of like in the that was like the least of my my thoughts when I was like processing the movie because I was like so focused on all the other stuff that I wasn't like super paying attention to to the music. I'm but, shocked because um, like the 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 first few movies, I mean all the movies, they the music emphasized so many scenes. Oh yeah, the but bar. like they still have some old tracks in there, which is like kind of stringing you along music wise. And uh, again, I'm so focused on on everything else that it's like. It's my first viewing of the movie. No, no, I get it. I get it. Um, I was trying to analyze everything as it was happening because there was a couple spots. I'm not gonna lie, that was bored. So I was yeah. like sitting there, like let me try to like see what I can pick up on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm gl- I'm glad you brought up the action because I almost forgot to mention that before we were wrapping it's very up. Very important. So, um, look, the action in this is fantastic. It's awesome. I loved it, but it can't come close to the originals for sure. And I'm going to say I didn't find it fantastic. I found it very average uh, for, for modern standards. Um, average because it was very it was shot very up close for most of it, and it was cut a lot. A lot the, of quick cuts. A lot yeah. of quick cuts, yeah. and, and especially with Keanu Reeves and the, the, the new Smith. And I think they either cut a lot because the new Smith can't fight or because they cut around with everybody else, and they need to just match it with Keanu Reeves as well because you can't have his look better than everybody else's. And then it just kind of make everything else look not as good. But Keanu Reeves can fight. We've seen him fight in the John Wick films. And they, yeah. they, the guys who actually do the choreography in those movies, the directors, sorry, were the choreographers for the original Matrix movies. So they... Oh, damn. They, yeah, yeah the, the, the two guys. I mean, one guy left and he did Deadpool. But, uh, but both guys were on the first one. And then it was the one guy for the other two. They did the Matrix movies. So they knew how to like chore- choreograph him and also keep it all in camera. And it was done so well in that. So it was kind of a shame to see that. There were a couple scenes with the shooting that were pretty cool. But overall, the shooting also didn't have that 
John Woo esque stuff that the original they didn't have that had. Oomph yeah, that, like the no original power. Had. They weren't shredding buildings. It was a little bit in the office. The office was probably the best shootout. The beginning like, office shootout. All the action was was consistently great, but there was never anything. I'm like, holy shit! Which was like, I got that. You know, yeah. like I said earlier, I got that with fucking. The final scene of Revolutions. I got that with the, the, highway. the highway scene in Reloaded. I got that with the you know with the against bank. all the, um, the, the the fucking where they go into like the metal detectors, the bank. Or oh whatever. yeah, that one. That scene. I, the, yeah, we didn't mention that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that one's amazing. Um, you know the the one with all the Smiths. Like the action was good. It was very good. It was great. I loved it. But like to compare it to the original trilogy, that's actually the most disappointing part. Of, about the film is it wasn't as good as any of those standout moments. But again, I like, it's like you're comparing the action in this to like some of the greatest action in cinema. So it was like, even as negative as I sound, it's still really fucking good. It's just like, it can't match the absolute greatest fucking action scenes of all time. I think what elevates the action, uh, for me to be, because uh, I do think for me personally it was mediocre, but what I think what elevates it over other action movies nowadays, because most action movies kind of suck, aside from the standout like John Wick or whatever. But yeah, what stand, uh, what, I think what elevates Michael it is Bay. the fact that it Michael has Man. the, uh, you know, the Matrix moves. You have, like, yeah. there's a part where Bugs is getting chased. She runs yeah. on a wall and shoots backwards. Yeah, and you and see that cool. more in the beginning of the movie. Yeah, they kind of Because they're stop. copying the originals, which is, like, on purpose and, you know, works thematically, but yeah. Yeah, and you, you you had the retreat of the um, the the training montage with the, yeah. with the new Morpheus, and it's not a if bit. you compare it to the original, the original had those the camera was super zoomed back. You had the long shots; you could see all of it in one frame. This was it was a lot of quick cuts. It was yeah. a quick cuts, but there was yeah. also there was also the sun in the background, sh- like blinding you from seeing a lot of it. And they yeah. did it in another scene too, where I was like, "Am I not supposed to see this scene?" Yeah, yeah like, why why are we getting lens flare here? Yeah, <laughs> which I have no problem with that type of stuff. It's just yeah. like you know, I wanted something else from this. Yeah, for sure. They needed to be at least one iconic scene that you're like, "Yo, that's from from Resurrection." Like that's I, that scene. I liked how they turned the this. Smith's ability to take over NPCs or regular people's NPCs in the Matrix into into a sort of like zombie swarm, yeah. have them jump out of buildings. That was cool. I kind of wish they'd expanded on more of that, like turned turned the third act into a bit of like a zombie horror thing. Yeah, like that. That was it. Was sort of uh, it wasn't expanded on as much as I liked. I'm hoping yeah. that much like the original trilogy with this new one and potential sequels is. A reason I like the original trilogy, uh, the original sequel so much, is because everything's already established. In, and this goes for a, a lot of movies, too, that are like sequels and trilogies and whatnot, is that they establish everything in the first movie. So by the time you get to the second movie, you don't have to waste time. I, don't, I say the term waste loosely in big air quotes, but waste time establishing characters and plot and the world... And all that stuff. And you kind of get that out of the way. So you have more time, like in Reload It, to just go pew, 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 pew. No, no, for sure, for sure. And while I said I didn't like this. Pew, 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 Yeah, that's exactly, yeah, one of those. But the reason, even though I didn't like. All right, someone get me. Pew. Someone get me a bottle. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, I as much as I said I didn't like this movie like that, I still want to see the sequels. Like I'm interested oh, yeah. in where because like you can blow it out of the water with it. Oh yeah, yo, yeah. for sure. And and again, I like the bugs character, so I want to see more her. So there's know, no cool. reason the sequel shouldn't be 
even better than this. Like, there's zero reason. I want to see them defeat the machines once and for all. No more humans in the Matrix. Yeah. We need to fucking destroy the machines. If that, like, if if we're getting a new trilogy, then it has to end like that. Yeah. Like, there's no other way. Like, you know, after like you can't just do some half. Like, I, I don't want to say half-ass. That's not the right word. But like, you know, whatever. Like half-ass. Um, you know, conclusion where it's just like, oh, they still kind of exist. Like, it has to like. If they're doing a new trilogy, we need a more definitive ending, which is fine that the original did not, and it works on its own, and it doesn't need any more, although I'm happy they did do it. But like, if they are doing a new trilogy, then they have to once and for all defeat the machines that are evil. Or or maybe the machines win, and they yeah. have to, you know, because in this one there was like... They there were some machines that came over to the human side and were like living. Yeah, well, and that's what I'm saying. The, the evil humans. machines lose. Or you yeah. can get yeah, you can get an Inception type of ending where you're not sure if they won or not, and you're like, wait, are they in the Matrix or not? Like it yeah. ends where you think they finally fix shit and yeah, and they're actually in a Matrix that looks like IO or Zion yeah. or something. They're yeah. Like, oh, yeah. we're fit, we're finally out of it. Or and it was all bullshit. Or now that Matrix, I I, I don't know why I keep trying to say Matrix when I'm trying to say Neo. Now that Neo and Trinity can't seem like they can kind of like reform the matrix as is you know they use that to create a matrix where it's like the real world but everyone has their free will in there i was gonna say something like that but i was gonna say that the 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 lana wachowski version uh is that they do get control of it but they're uh the niobe and a few other people have created government where they are the only ones who know about the matrix and they control it and they realize that being blue pilled is awesome in the end and oh. red pilled sucks yeah. and that's the end so that's kind of like one of the endings from uh from Deus Ex essentially really have you not played Deus Ex uh the original i have yeah, not no original, it's oh. i know it's phenomenal and it's oh a game God. i know i'll love i i just it's on the list i have a huge backlog well that's pretty much the illuminati ending from the original deus ex but there's three endings and see everybody so. can come up with a similar ending yeah originality is dead yeah exactly <laughs> um so yeah as we reach the conclusion now um we kind of i this was the point i was going to make but we already started talking about it but i guess uh what do you guys each individually want out of the sequels i feel like i kind of already said what i want is is that um you know either a definitive conclusion but i would also like even if they all live in the matrix forever they're just free of the machines using them for energy and um and matrix and um neo and again i keep doing it (laughs) neo and trinity shape it where there's no control anymore um, like th- and like maybe even they don't have control or something like that and it's just all free will for everyone and within that because like you know um it's almost like it's better than like this the straight optimistic ending and it's like oh everyone's free and blah 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 it's like no the world has gone to such shit that like even that it's like it's still not great but like at least we have the matrix and but we could free everyone in it so they could live a normal life again and be free but it's just not in the real world, which I think would be kind of brave to do that because, you know, everything always has to go for, like, you know, an extreme either way, whereas that's, like, more like a middle ground. Yeah, live in the pod, eat the bugs. (laughs) (laughs) That's not live in the pod, eat the bugs. That's, like, live in the pod but be free and still have your life. It's like, you know... Would you? What would you rather do? Would you live in what's the new thing called? Not Zion. Io. Io. Would you rather live in Io and in that shitty world, or would you rather live in the Matrix? No, it's a simulation, but it's 
everyone has free will. You're not being controlled by anything. You can do what you want. You could want. choose between, you, I, like, yeah, you, 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 know. you, you wouldn't be, you wouldn't have your energy harvested. Yeah, you wouldn't be having your energy harvested. Yeah. You wouldn't be controlled by any programs. You just know that you're in a simulation. If I, if I told you right now, Keegan, oh, Jesus uh, Christ. Well, we're, I'm not, I'm not editing out. If you listen this long, you yeah. get the Griff Shop yeah. docs. <laughs> yeah, name docs. Uh, yeah, the name docs. Uh, I'm shocked <laughs> I wasn't the one to do it. Yeah, yeah we're, we're like an well, hour. Jules has done it. We're you're an hour and 50 minutes in. I'm not editing any of this at all. Too I, long? No, <laughs> it's just, it's just all, it's, it's been great. It's perfect. We haven't had our son say the N word because he's not here. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> so it is what it is. But uh, we have people who actually enjoy movies here with us. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> you can um, just bleep it. I'm not editing this. I'm just not. I'm, I'm adjusting levels and uploading it because I don't have to cut anything. But um, if I told you right now, Grift, you're living in a matrix and the the real world is like IO, but you have complete free control in here. You're not going to be controlled by anything and you're not having your energy harvested. What would you choose? Yeah, I'm staying here. I'm staying yeah. here. That's what <laughs> yeah, I'm saying. Yeah. Like I'm, if I have free will and I'm not being harvested for energy and no one's controlling anything around me and everyone has the same free will and we're on an equal playing field, why would I leave the quote-unquote simulation to go to I? I mean, also, like, we're... We, like like our lives are good enough for it to be worth it. Exactly. You know, like not not everybody has like of I, course. I hate to use the word privilege, but of course, not yeah. everybody as is as lucky or as But know, but as even we are, even people know? that yeah. kind of have a shitty life just like the imagining living in Zion or Io, it's like yeah, it seems it's, pretty it's dark fucking shit. dark. You, you yeah. also you yeah. also yeah. forgot literally dark. Like yeah. there's no fucking light. You yeah. also forgot that like the there's still there's good like robots and they kind of need a power source of some kind and they're gonna have to like figure that out because then another fight will start out where it's like what are we supposed to do but that's why i'm saying a hypothetical oh, by the end okay. they figure out another energy source this you know whatnot and they don't need us yeah that's, that's I, a hypothetical that's I'm one saying. thing i want to learn from the seagulls i want to know more about what was going on with that schism within the machines you know, because they 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 reference that like, oh, the machines started fighting themselves. Yeah, and there was this sort of. And I think we'll definitely get that like, if we get a sequel. Yeah, for sure. And I think I think and like, why are the machine? Why did the machines switch sides? Because yeah. there were some. There were like friendly machines in this one. Yeah. Why also, are they doing that? My answer is I would live in the Matrix. Just yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So if you're not, if you, if everyone has free will, you're not being controlled, and you're not being harvested for energy. Why would you ever choose to live? In the real world. If you can go outside and the sky is fucking blue and it feels as real as the real thing. Exactly. Like, yeah. So, you know, obviously it becomes a, a much uh, heavier debate if you're being controlled and you don't have free will and you're being harvested for energy and whatnot. But I think, you know, i rather live in a simulation where everyone has free will and you're not being controlled and not being harvested compared to if the real world is like fucking IO. Yeah. Or Zion. So um, that's my closing thoughts regarding that and what I want to have a sequel. Um, Sade, what do you want to have a sequel? I, I, as someone that didn't really like this movie, what All do right. you want? I'll tell you. So I didn't get to really talk about this in the discussion. So I think tonally, when they're in the Matrix, they need to be more stoic. A lot of I, them I agree with are that. very much, they don't, especially in the sequels, Neo like kind of barely reacts because he's become the one. And he's yeah. just kind of stoic doing fights he doesn't even look at half the yeah. people when he's fighting them yeah, and they don't crack jokes like, yeah. the comedy always came from like 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 i don't know like the smith turning his head like in confusion like yeah. it was always like very in world 
uh, contact. I think it worked in this because of this self reference. I'm getting a little drunk now. Um, (laughs) But it worked in this, but in the sequels, they need to either heavily tone it down or cut it out completely. I think they need to cut out completely because they've done the referential shit yeah. and that's what they usually do for the reboot part yeah. of it where they're like, here, we're rebooting yeah. and they're introducing new people yeah. to it. Uh, but they need to do that. They need to definitely get a better, uh, I guess, one choreographer because I don't think yeah. the choreography was that amazing. You couldn't see it anyway. Yeah. Uh, just film it more in camera if they can. Um, and I would like just better music. It's just like yeah. those little things, better action, better music. And just have it shot better. The I mean, yeah. the parts that weren't yeah. action were shot well. Yeah. Uh, but just that will help boost it so much more. I agree. And I don't know where the story could go. I don't really care as long as it's not self-referential. It can go wherever the yeah. fuck it wants to. I, I, I don't think, think it needs to be anymore. Got, I think they got that out of its system. Yeah. I think I think the next one is probably going to be just okay. We, oh. we 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 did the we did the setup. We did this sort of like quasi epilogue to the trilogy. Now let's fucking let's let's go with yeah. the new story. Also, yeah. it, needs to be, new world. it needs to be more like, grandiose because the last scene yeah. when it was happening, I was like, wait, is this really the final action scene? It felt like what would be like the smaller action scenes yeah. in the older movies. Yeah, it needs to be grandiose. Well, bigger. it was yeah. it was. I mean, when the climax of the original movie was very, you know, it was just a it was it was just a hallway fight, but it was shot so oh, yeah. like. Yeah. It's the most important thing in the world, like the yeah. best boxing match you'll ever see. Yeah, like it was yeah. shot so important. And this, I was just watching. I was like, yeah, this is a, a decent like middle yeah. act, like motorcycle thing. It yeah. didn't feel yeah. like ending. I don't know. There was no ending like fight like the the first movie. Yeah, like if we're gonna pick smallest of the the three ending fights, like yeah. like when when um, Trinity like flies and saves Neo, and like there's all those helicopters. She just like. Like ducks out of there. Yeah, there like, could have been a they, fight she there. She doesn't. There. I, I wanted to see her like take out all those helicopters by yeah. herself. That would have yeah. been fucking sick. Instead, she just like redirects a missile and takes out one of them. Yeah, like they they literally just run away. I want to see her like fucking flex. Yeah, I want to like, see a scene like go crazy with it. Something nonsensical. A scene where like. You know they like to do the the building explode and have the sound wave. Yeah. While that's happening, you have like one of the characters sliding on their knees down the building while another person's backwards just shooting. Yeah, yeah. On. Just cool. go nuts as the sound waves kicking around yeah. them. Just, just make do something. stuff we've never seen before. Just do something. Nintendo hire this man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he has had viral TikToks <laughs> about GameStop. One point one million views on my my normie ass takes. <laughs> Um, you, need, you need something to monetize with that. Like, I know, I know. Is that uh, is that your conclusion for that? Yeah, yeah. That's all I really yeah. need. And uh, grift. Yeah, no. I mean, I think I've already said it. I want more. There was a lot of backstory that was teased and in, in world building and stuff. I want to expand it on. I think there's a lot of interesting directions it could go in. Uh, I think they got the self referential shit out of its system. It made sense for this one. I liked it. It was a good movie. I think you need to you need to yeah up the music, up the atmosphere, up the action. Better supporting characters. They they didn't have enough time to really develop them, so I didn't really yeah. remember remember them like the older ones, like yeah. Dozer and, and all those. Develop guys. them yeah. and kill them. You know yeah. exactly. Yeah, let's, oh, let's darker have tone, darker tone. Yeah. That's yeah. It as well. yeah, darker tone. Yeah, for sure. So uh, my final rankings would be two. I want uh, this. This could change at any time, but two is definitely the the top. I'd probably say. Three one four, two three one four. Said mine would actually be in the order of release. It would be one two three and then four. Okay. Yeah. Ooh, I mean one's always going to be top for me. 
I think originally when I watched them, I, I ranked three better than two, but now on rewatch, I think twos. So I think, I, yeah, I think one, two, three, four. But yeah. but there's not much separating them besides yeah. the fact that like the Matrix, it's gonna fucking classic. Like uh, literally the first R movie I ever watched. Yeah, like it's it's one of those seminal movies for me. So like it's it's never gonna be top just for nostalgia factor alone. And then I mean two, three, four, it's pretty close. You yeah, know? but yeah, um, I would give them all a perfect ten out of ten. Grift? Uh, shit. I'm I'm not I'm not good with the fucking yeah. scale. Like yeah. I, I'm used to the, the the um the rating scale right now on my podcast. Uh, shout out GigoCast is trash or not trash, and all of them are, are there's not there's not very much trash yeah. in here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Your rating same? I really don't do number ratings. Like I don't believe in them. But if you want me to do yeah. a number, if I should pick, I would do the first movie would be ten. Yeah. Uh, I think the second would be a nine. Mm-hmm. 9.5 I love the action yeah. enough I, I like I don't need the writing to be amazing yeah. for action yeah. movies and the third movie I, I don't remember like fully like I'm not remembering yeah. like it fully so I'm gonna just give it an 8.5 mm-hmm. maybe 9 around there 8.5 and then I, I for 4 I'm gonna give it a 6.5 alright that's, like the that's better than grade, I thought than you know the way yeah. you, the, the, so oh, yeah, I talk very aggressive so yeah. like it's you know I so I, do I so I think I think I'm going uh Ten, nine, eight point five, eight for me. Yeah, all a solid all around. So, yeah. um, thank you guys once again. Patreon dot com slash MK Ultra Money, Griff dot Shop, and Twitch dot com slash Two Salads with two L's. <laughs>